Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slime Fire Radio, episode 335 for December 19th, 2019. I am one of your hosts, the jolly, the festive, Trevor the Frilatte. Really? I know. I'm the other one, Kelly. No one's Lynn. believing that. No one's believing that for a second. <laughs> and I'm the uh, blue and bald uh, Adriel. And handsome. Okay. Okay. Well, you just told him he was handsome, right? Hold on, I did a thing. I don't want to. Uh, to if I, oh man, if if this is gonna, I'm gonna try something here. If I hang up, I'll come right back. All right, that's good. Good. That didn't. I didn't hang up. See, I'm festive. I'm wearing a Christmas hat. Ignore the fact that it says Bahaba on the front. I'm wearing it's a Christmas black. hat. <laughs> really? And it's black. Yes. It's this oh. is the Christmas show. Where is your Christmas spirit? Mine. Mine says, uh, oh dear, Christmas is here, and I have a tree in the background. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, you're actually kind of winning there. And our special guest is, is that mistletoe? Do we get to make out? No, sorry. <laughs> yes. Oh, perfect. All right. So, hey, I'm glad you're here. Um, before we jump into what we did this week in guns, we've asked um, Tracy Wilson from the CCFR to come on and share or give an update about today's really exciting news from the CCFR. So, Tracy, a big bomb drop today. How exciting. Yes, today, today was a really fun day. So, usually when Rod and I are cooking up these schemes or these ideas of, of things that we want to try, um, you know, we, we usually take a couple days, discuss it between the two of us, go back and forth and see if we think it's going to be a great idea or not. And our idea was this that regardless of what the government's doing, a, a big um, a big influence on that government has been the Canadian Doctors for Protection from Guns. And if and, I might add, they have an influence on the non-gun owning public. They're doctors. Everything they say is accurate and honest, right? That's right. And I mean, the only opportunity to this point that we've kind of had to face off with her was I did a little piece with her uh, on CBC, actually on my birthday, and I had to leave my birthday dinner, 8 o'clock at night, go down to the CBC studios, um, you know, get mic'd up. and. It's not fair. It's not every day you turn 29. Well, correct. You know, That's you correct. Gotta, you kind of got ripped a little bit there. But I appreciate you, you know, again, you Thank give you. and give and give. That's Trevor. right. Thank you. But this, so here's sweet. the funny part. As I did it from the CBC studios in Ottawa. And, of course, Dr. Najma Ahmed is in Toronto. So she joins from Toronto and she shows up to the studio and puts on her white lab coat and her stethoscope. Like it's theater, you know, it is I mean, theater for them. Like, if what, are you, what are you doing? Did you show up in multicam with an AR song? Like, <laughs> no, I showed up like a normal person. Cause that's what I am. Right. I mean, I'm not going to get in costume for an interview. I thought we were there to have a rational discussion. Um, I held my own against her actually. And it was okay. But 
Other than that, the only other times we hear from them is when they testify at the House or the Senate. And of course, that's garbage. To be perfectly honest, we testify there too. And you're there as an expert. You can say whatever you want, whether it's true or not. And it's recorded on the Hansard, right? It's, it's, it, it's, it's counted as evidence. So it's been really frustrating watching some of the dishonesty and the hyperbolic stuff coming out of them. So we've always, always, all along this journey, have offered them an open discussion, right? Like, let's let's sit down. Hey, we also want to find a way to solve the rising gun crime in Toronto and other cities across our country. But that's not really what they're looking for, right? They're not looking for that honest discussion. And uh, we thought... You know, how can, how can we convince them to just sit down and talk? You know, if, if the idea here is to increase public safety, we sh- could be great allies in that fight. So Rod came up with this idea that, you know, w- what kind of things could we coerce her into having that conversation um, with? And we know that there's a lot of groups in Toronto doing great work for children and at-risk youth. You've got the Boys and Girls Club. You've got the... Um, um, big brothers and big sisters, there's multiple organizations, right? And we thought, what if we throw some big chunks of money, like actual donations from the CCFR to these organizations, if she agrees to come and have the discussion? Now, this isn't meant to be like a, you know, put one person in one corner oh, of the ring. Back, back, back that up. What, okay. you ju- what you just said was, if she agrees to come have a discussion, we're going to give somebody money. Yeah. That's the carrot. That's the carrot. So here's the thing. She keeps saying the evidence is clear and overwhelming that private. I'm overwhelmed me, doctor. Right. Overwhelm me. Private firearms ownership is a public health crisis, right? This is what she says. (laughs) Not fentanyl. (laughs) That's not a crisis. Right. Firearms ownership is a health crisis. Yeah. Okay. I I feel overwhelmed with. With, well, with bullshit, frankly, but sorry, carry yeah. on. So if that's the case and she believes in uh, in what she says, then she should welcome the opportunity to come to a platform that she didn't have to pay for. We'll pay for it. We'll provide, do all the logistics. You come destroy us. Just mm-hmm. come and destroy us. Just annihilate our positions. And at the same time, raise a whole bunch of money for some great organizations. This is a win-win, yep. doctor. Yep. Yeah, right? come, t- come tear us apart with your overwhelming facts and evidence. And for your effort, which should be minimal because you're so sure, um, $15,000 will be donated to charity. That's correct. So, you know, I, I think I think it's a win-win. We can have somebody independent moderate it. Um, you know, we laid out kind of the uh, rules of engagement where there will be a question each team, each side would have three minutes to respond back and forth. And that way you get a really good, you know, can really dig into the issue and investigate it. And of course we have not heard. I, I, um, as Rod was on the radio today announcing it, you know, I put it all out there. Um, I did email it to the Canadian doctors for protection from guns, as well as an entire slate of media personalities. And uh, yeah, we're all waiting with bated breath for her to accept the offer to come and uh, come and destroy Rod Giltaka and do a really great thing for the children of Toronto. So a couple of thoughts on this. Um, one of the things I like most about this is if this takes off, if this mm-hmm. gains traction in the mainstream media, 
this gives us an opportunity to have a platform to tell the truth. The government has been lying to Canadians for the last couple of years. They're telling and lies, just yeah. plain, plain lies. And this will give us an opportunity to have our voices heard on mainstream media because they they won't give us the time of day. But this, this is interesting. This could gain mainstream media attention. The whole reason for the existence of the CCFR is to dispel myths about gun owners in Canada, convince or to educate the non-gun owning public. And when the government buys the media and controls it, only their narrative is told. This gives us an opportunity to get our side of the story, the true side of the story, the facts, the actual data out there and, and let Joe Canadian know how bad they're being lied to about the facts of firearm ownership in Canada. That's right. And at the same time, I want to elevate the debate. I'm, I'm sick and tired of being on Twitter. You know, they've got us all blocked, but obviously they have troll accounts because they screenshot our um, tweets and then they, you know, it's like flinging dung at us 24 seven. And literally what we want is a conversation. So we Twitter's accessible. Yeah. You can't yeah, it's a total toilet. Yeah. You cannot accomplish anything productive on Twitter. It is just like you said, it's a dung flinging contest. If we can have Rod and I'm sorry, what's her name again? I've never bought Dr. Najma Ahmed. Najma Ahmed. So if Rod and Dr. Najma Muhammad could actually get on the stage at the same time within the um, context of, of an actual professional debate, it would be epic. And, you know, I called Rod today. After after you and I Facebooked, I call I called Rod and he answered the phone like he often does for a lot. I'm like <laughs> first first word out of my mouth, brilliant. Because <laughs> as that's what it is. And then of course I had to steer the conversation a little bit into like I would love to be a fly on the wall at the offices of the other gun orgs. You know, um, like why, man. I just, yeah, it's uh, it, you know, this is a really big fight and there's no, there's no one way that's going to win it. And maybe all the ways might not win it, but here's the thing where we, we, it is incumbent on us to try every single thing we can, no matter what it is, whether it's lobbying efforts, whether it's public education, whether it's stuff like this, you know, you can call it a publicity stunt at the end of the day. You know, if we really want to dig down and find the root causes of violence in the streets of Toronto and cities across our country, we have to sit down at the table and be adults. Right. And if we have to, yep. if we have to pay money to do that, you know, um, that's exactly what we'll do. And of course, there's there's no uh, there's a twenty dollar admission that we put on that, but we're not taking that twenty dollars. We're going to give it to local food banks in the Toronto area and the Greater Toronto area. So this. Like this has the potential of helping a lot of people and even just maybe finding some understanding between us. And if she can't do that, then I think the evidence is clear and overwhelming that she's not interested in public safety or having a rational discussion. You're absolutely right. I mean, there's no reason like she can't. Well, she can't win. If she debates Rod, we tell the facts she loses. If she doesn't go f go through with this, then 
she is giving up an opportunity for needy charities to receive fifteen thousand dollars is the number on it right now, not including the the uh, the take at the door. It would be better right. if if she joins, we pay the fifteen thousand to to the charities. But if she doesn't, we put the fifteen thousand towards something bad. <laughs> that would be ideal. Well, <laughs> I don't think we want to play those games. So we will kill fifteen thousand dollars worth of puppies if you don't do this. It's not the approach here, Pedro. Gonna, uh, thank you for indulging me. Yeah. Of course. No, I, I, I think the idea here is, um, you know, gun owners are charitable people. We all know that through the, you know, the um, uh, podcasters charity shoot every year among ladies days event, all the events all across the country, all year long gun owners are, are giving. And uh, I think this is a win for, for everybody. And yeah, I mean, if she really believes in her her clear and overwhelming evidence, then uh, she should welcome this. And if she doesn't, then she's damned if she damned if she does, and shamed if she doesn't. That's right. Exactly. Now, um, everything we at the CCFR does draws criticism. It's the nature of this mm-hmm. community. We're uh, we're pretty splintered. We're not very united. There's one thing that the antis have in common is that they can all agree on one thing is that they want our guns. Gun owners are constantly throwing each other in the bus and picking the orgs, pick on each other and fight. And then the uh, members of the community, you know, pick pick orgs. And if you remember one org, you got to hate the other org. And it's very, it's very it's toxic. Yeah, it's very toxic. It's why we don't win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. So, I mean, um, unity is more important than ever right now with the uh, uh, bands looming over our heads. So with that in mind, I thought when this first came out, I saw this this morning, I'm like, this is neat, but is this what we should be doing? And then eventually I picked up the phone and it wasn't very long, even for me, and I'm a slow learner. Uh, we all learn at different rates. My rate is backwards. And um, I called Rod and I, you know, like I said, the first words out of my mouth were, were brilliant. So to answer some of those criticisms, and I mean, it's, it's like, you know, I'm a member of the CCFR, the director here, proud member. Um, one of the things that I will say to critics, if I encounter anybody or any here in New Brunswick, is, you know, why this now? This started before the gun ban loom fell mm-hmm. over us. Keep that in mind. Like this idea has been cooking for a long time. And those of us, uh, the directors of the CCFR know this has been in the works now for quite some time. So just because the gun ban is coming doesn't mean this idea should have been scrapped. So, so that's one. And the second point is this plays into our mandate hundred percent. Our mandate is to educate the non-gun owning public. And this gives us an opportunity to go mainstream. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I think it's a great opportunity. You know, I, I, I've been making a series of uh, really common tweets, things like, you know, um, all semi-automatics in Canada are pinned to a maximum of five rounds. And people are commenting, well, wait a minute. I thought you guys had AR-15s. And I'm like, oh, we do. But our, our mags are pinned to five. And people don't even know that. So no, they're being they're misled to think that huge, we're running yeah. around the streets of of Ottawa and Toronto, you know, with full auto uh, drum mags. Like, I mean, that uh, sounds uh, like a fantasy to me. But Where's the bloodshed, <laughs> right? Where are all the bodies? Yeah. Like, this doesn't this exist. Yeah. So. This is the thing. And, uh yeah, they can criticize all they want. It's it's very easy to criticize from the comfort of your cozy office while we're out there sticking our necks out and taking the jabs. So 
Yeah. Um, I, I let that criticism roll completely off my back. We don't just jump on an idea and run out there, no. you know, ha- half naked, not knowing what we're doing. We take, we take uh, some don't time. Easy. We, okay. We, we <laughs> there half naked a lot. Sometimes we, we do know, do that. Right. Just, but we know what we're doing. Yeah. We are but we still know what we're doing. Right. I just, but, uh, yeah, we, we tossed it back and forth and it actually evolved as do all our ideas. You know, sometimes it, just like with the integrity tour, um, it was actually, it evolved from maybe getting somebody else to, you know, we're having trouble getting billboards and we ended up, Hey, what if we got somebody to drive a U-Haul that was wrapped? Hey, wait a minute. Sorry. That's moose. Um, Maybe uh, we could drive this RV, right, and stay in it. Like, these ideas evolve, and we we work through it together. It's like 10 phone calls a day, kind of picking it apart and trying to find ways, like, it could backfire or something could go wrong, or how, how could we make that better? And honestly, I'm I'm pretty satisfied with this. I think, you know, I don't, I don't think she's going to do it, personally. Really? But, yeah. Yeah, I don't think she will, because... Because here's the thing, if you know you're right, like I jump at the chance. Anytime anybody wants to debate me, I'm raring to go. I got my cheerleader pom-poms out and I'm ready to rock and roll. And you know why? Because I'm right. Mm. Because at the end of the day, the things I say, no matter how I say them, whether you like me or not, I'm right. Verify. So, Check the data. Yeah, I can. That's right. I, I mean, I, I'm not asking for anything crazy here. I'm just asking and, for and face it just a simple fact that you're a woman makes you right i mean we all know that. that's correct all right yeah. so if it wasn't guns you'd be right about something else that's just yeah those, i'm not dumb i know how it works yes you're well yeah. aware yeah trained trained that's good yeah um also there's that uh, e-petition floating around uh you can find oh, it yeah easy link what are we getting about ten thousand a day on it yeah, it's crazy. It's at like thirty-two or thirty-four thousand right now, and it's been open for what two and a half days? Like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, it's at e two three four one dot ca or dot com. Both work and take you right to the link. And this is something I think that all Canadians can get behind because we're not. It's not. Yes. I took some criticism. It's not even our petition, no. but somebody said, "Well, you know, you're not asking for them to stop." The, the gun ban, you're asking for them to debate it in Parliament. I'm like, that's right. So that's why it's reasonable. If you think that there should be a gun ban, then okay, let's explore that idea. Let's debate it democratically. Let's study the issue and listen to the experts. And at the end, let's make an educated decision. Let's that's, reflect. That's uh, due let's, process. Re- let's reflect on what you just said. We, the CCFR, is taking heat for this petition. That means that the community is so accustomed to us being out in front and doing something. When this came out, we got credit for it and then criticized for it. Oh, yeah. Like everybody's like, oh, you know, <laughs> I, I I specifically have refused to do any more parliamentary e-petitions. I did one with Michelle Rempel a few years back asking for CFAC to go run themselves through the Canadian Firearm Safety Course so they'd at least have some topic knowledge on the mm-hmm. items that they are tasked with advising the minister on. But what a that crazy notion. Early. Yeah. Crazy notion, right? Yeah. God forbid our experts have any knowledge. But, yeah, it's like uh, selling auto insurance but not having a driver's <laughs> license. Yeah, you know. So anyways, uh, that was shot down. But I did notice a, a, an interesting phenomenon with that particular part- petition. Because I initiated it, and it was sponsored by Michelle Rempel, then they considered it a CCFR initiative. So the other organizations wouldn't share it. Oh, no, no, we can't do anything oh, that might credit wow. So it was so frustrating because I was like, God, we're really asking for something simple. So I refuse to put my name on anything anymore because of that. So this is not 
assistive want, heart initiative. I want them know. to do something so that we can show support for it. Hey, when the NFA won their, um, they had some court challenge. I forget what it was now, but they had a court challenge. It was successful. I think it was eventually <laughs> thrown out or whatever. But anyways, they, they something <laughs> happened. And I did make a post on the CCFR public page congratulating them on their triumph because a win for them is a win for all gun owners, you know? And I mean, at the end of the day, even though we're in different boats, we're supposed to be rowing in the same direction. That's so right. It's, That's right. It's, it's like saying municipal law enforcement are competing with federal law enforcement. Wait a second. Both law enforcement, both enforcing the right. law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, you so, know what I mean? It's like, but I tell you, like if we came out pro oxygen, Sheldon would put a bag over his head and hold it tight. <laughs> like, for those of you who can't see, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, no, just kidding. Just kidding. There for a second. That's funny. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Uh, no, well, it's just it's an unfortunate um, it's an unfortunate symptom of of our culture. You we know, need to get just, past it. We need, we totally I mean, do. I mean, like we put out all the branches before. We'll keep doing it. Um, like Rod has said many times, the other groups say we won't work with them. We have. We've reached out and been rejected. Like we stick the olive branch out and it comes back with poop on it. Like it's, you know. Yeah. But well, and here's the thing, you know, uh, um, at the at the end of the day, um, you know, I I think uh, I think that you find that in a lot of communities where there's sort of that internal um, fighting. But to me, it's not supposed to be a competition, but nope. also a little competition is healthy. Yes, and if, if it encourages the other side to step up and match or try and outdo, yeah. but not destroy. Well, that's the thing. If you're thinking like, holy shit, the CCFR is all over everything. They're doing all this crazy stuff. They're everywhere. We should and step up. Solution. No, there's a solution. <laughs> Get up. Rise up. Do something. Say Get something. Up. No, instead yeah. you have our logo. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so, All right. Well. Anyways, we're uh, gonna get at it. Awesome. So, what's next? We're just well. Wait. Well, there's lots. So I know most people are off over the holidays. We are going to be working double time because we've got these huge education projects to launch uh, coming up in January and beginning of February. The stuff is going to come rolling out like you've never seen. So. It's um, it's huge. It's going to be expensive, but I think, I think it could be like the definitive moment where we will see a positive shift in our culture. So I'm I'm really excited about it. So I I um, I'm eager to get at it. You know me. I'm just 24 hours a day. I'm just running around like a maniac trying to do everything. But um, yeah. Well, we've got at that going now on. You have some direction. Before you were just a maniac. Now yeah, we've right. kind of channeled it. We're giving you a gun. Yeah, it's brilliant. That's that's great. What have yeah, we done? It's good for everyone. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I feel yeah. safer. <laughs> you should. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And of course, we've got um, the conservatives are going to be entering a leadership race very shortly. So you know there'll be some work for me there, interviewing the different candidates. Please, Lord, if there if you exist or Santa, please bring me a short quick leadership race you know there's 14 candidates and a 14 yeah, month long no, we need to no, get on with it no time for that no time for yeah. that so. yeah, just throw rona in there and let's let's call it a day and well i can debate that for a little while but sure. yeah well michelle doesn't want to go or is she changing her mind 
Well, she hasn't really said either way. Um, oh, uh, you know, she's when when she got married, she was saying, "No, no, I'm married now." You know. Yeah. People want well, her to go. We'll see. I hope. Um, I hope that we have some really great, competent candidates come forward. Um, but gun owners can rest assured that I will be hammering down the doors of every single one of them, ensuring that uh, they have a great stance on firearms. Although the policy is set by the party and the members itself. It, it is important to have a leader. Still don't want a red Tory. No, man, you don't. So we're going to, we'll be reporting on that. And of course, producing our infamous and, uh, you know, uh, copied report cards. So nice. yeah. awesome. Sweet. Okay. Well, Tracy, that's great. Thanks for coming on and giving us an update. We will uh, cut you loose. This is the Christmas show. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll uh, get you back on in the new year for another update. Yeah, sounds great, guys. Have a great evening. Thank you. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye, Trace. Bye. Okay. That was exciting stuff. Um, let's jump into what we did this week in guns. Uh, keep this uh, Christmas train, uh, the Polar Express, going. <laughs> what we did this week in guns is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. This week, they have, just in time for Christmas, it's almost like a stocking stuffer if you have a proper stocking. I do. My stocking has Molly on it, by the way, but it's it's over there and Velcro for patches. Uh, <laughs> 14-inch Mossberg Shockwave, and they're on for $750. Really? Yeah. Shockwave, 14-inch. It's got the, um, what do you call that? It's more like a club than a pistol grip. Adriel, is there a name for that fancy birds, pants? Bird's kinda? head grip. Bird's head grip. There you this go. One's, this one's got the safety strap on the, on the pump there so that. Uh, it does. What, yeah. for not blowing but, your hand off? Right. Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. dropping. Yeah, well, there's that too. I'm, um, I don't mind if I drop it as long as you know I don't shoot myself or anyone else. Uh, but I also don't want to, you know, pump it, have my hand go in front of the muzzle, and lose some digits. I'll turn your hand into hamburger. Next thing you know, you look like fingers from my club. <laughs> God. So, um, I didn't get my Christmas wish. You didn't get your Christmas wish, which, which was the 14 inch Mossberg. No, man. Remember last week, my Christmas wish? No. Trudeau would why. drop dead? Can't remember last week. I understand why now you, you continue to insist that um, I didn't tell you I was going to Toronto. McClatchy said a five. Oh, yeah. I, McClatchy's not I on. That now. not on. Uh, oh, well. Yeah. So, I didn't do? really know that was your Christmas wish, though. Well, I did say it, but again, most of the time yeah. when I'm speaking on the show, my co-hosts just uh, check their phones. I'm used to it. It's fine. I, most of the time <laughs> when I'm speaking, I check my phone too. Um, so right. what did I get up to? Um, I took this beautiful thing here and went to um, Nova Scotia. I love Nova Scotia. Guys, I got it. Listen, I leave here. It's minus 20 and cold and miserable and like... Uh, polar bears can't even live here or penguins or reindeer. I go to Nova Scotia and it's plus 11 and there's not a drop of snow. Anyway, sure it rained. Okay. I get it, but no snow anywhere. Plus 11. Like I just can't wait to get down there. It's a liberal cesspool, but the climate's more, more suited to my, uh, my needs. So anyway, I took this beautiful, um, Phoenix Redback and shot my second match, uh, in production optics and it's the annual Christmas match at the AMA range. And what a heck of a lot of fun. The entire place was decorated. So shout out to everyone who put the 
work in, not only, you know, does it take volunteers to get in there and build the stages, um, they decorated the place for Christmas, Christmas trees that were freshly murdered and, and set out all over the place and garland and Christmas balls. Yeah. One of the uh, start positions, you had to hold your balls. There was two, <laughs> two, two green balls. You had to. So that's all good, but you know, what wasn't good. My performance, what? my performance oh. was less than stellar. What but did you, you come you in? Put the videos up on Instagram anyways. That was good. I did put them up anyway because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of a lot of Instagram people only show their best work. Yep. And sure, you know, but I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I had some challenges and some of it's a little funny. So I'm putting it all up to remind me uh, to go fast and not suck. And so I think that's it's, why it's all about um, setting reasonable expectations as well. Right. Because if everyone just watched the best stuff out there, they would think that's how I got to perform. And not everyone can do that. And nope. sometimes it's not reality anyways, right? Yep. So, man, there's three, four stages that just... Now, luckily, Kelly said I did okay anyway. I finished second place, 99.15%. <laughs> so, a couple of lessons I learned. One, never give up <clears throat> on a stage. And I already know this lesson. You never give up on a stage because... Like, you don't know what the other guy's doing. He could be having a worse day than you, right? Yep. And um, twice I kind of gave up. Once I really gave up. So um, first stage, strong hand stage. I got to hold my balls. I let go of my balls. I draw the gun. As I draw the gun, I must have canted the gun in towards my hip and pressed the magazine release on the edge of the holster as I drew. And as the gun <laughs> comes out, the magazine comes out at the same time. The fastest way I've never unloaded a gun that fast before. For turns out I can unload a gun in the draw. So yeah, Meg fell out. You see it in the video, it just goes to the ground. And if you listen to the video, you hear me go, Oh, I'm good. I'm gonna need that. <laughs> <laughs> so I shouldn't have said, you know, made the joke, oh, I'm gonna need that, and then slowly reloaded. But anyway, that was that was mistake number one. So there's a reason why the NEC is recommended, or maybe it's even required that we no longer shoot. Uh, stage is hot in Canada. I'm not sure why, but we don't we don't do it anymore. I know a lot of there's a lot of opportunity for things to go wrong, and I've been yeah. lucky. Like I've never had Trevor, a thing go uh, Trevor, wrong. You're, you're mentioning uh, shooting stages hot. I'm getting there. I'm gonna okay. explain it. All right. So I've never had an I've never had something go wrong when shooting stages hot, but oftentimes people do, and here's why: when you shoot a stage hot, the command is not. If you're finished, unload and show clear. That's typically what the arrow tells you to do. You unload your gun, you show that it's clear, you holster it, and next guy comes up and he shoots the same stage you just shot. Right. When you shoot stages hot, you shoot two to three stages in a row back to back, and then the next guy comes up and he does the same thing. So because you're going from one stage to the next immediately, we say we're shooting them hot. And the command is, if you're finished, reload for your next stage. All right, so I just finished shooting, right? Double action, single action. My hammer's back. So first thing I do, take out the magazine because it's not full. All right. Lower my hammer, holster the gun, and then I should get another mag and insert it into the gun. But I'm talking to someone and being goofy or whatever and not paying attention. I get to the next stage. Beep, draw the gun, open the door. Bang. Click. Oh. (laughs) No mag. What do you do with a click? Tap rack. I tap. I rack. I, I extend the gun back out when I realize I just tapped an empty mag well. There's no mag in the gun. <laughs> Bring the gun back. 
Insert a Meg, rack the slide, go back, shoot the stage. Wow. You were busy talking, weren't you? Possibly. It's mm. possible, Kelly, that uh, the ADDDDDD got a hold of me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so before the next stage, I really took time to compose myself. The next stage went great. Then there was another stage, was a, and I, I still won it in my division only. And this is what saved me, and this is what got me in 99.15, is I won the mediums and the longs. When I when I when I messed up a stage, I messed up a short stage. But I won all the big stages in my division. To be clear, like I I finished like twelfth overall again. So this stage, I did one mag change out of order. I mag changed too soon, and then I. Oh, just him. That's yeah, just that's him. just him. Let's see if anybody notices. Hmm. This is this is what it was like when when he realized that his gun didn't have any ammo in it. Yeah, yeah. Or when the when the mag accidentally dropped out. That's I what hear happened. everything, jerks. <laughs> I hear everything. Am I uh, back? You were froze up. Yeah, yeah you're, you're back. back. Yeah. All right. We saw what you uh, all Sorry. your dental work yeah. though. Yeah. I've never had dental work in my life. Oh, okay. I've been a dentist like I can count on one hand. Really. True story. <laughs> you need to go to the dentist. I, I've got great dental hygiene. I just don't go to the dentist. All right. Anyway, um, yeah, a little known uh, for latte trivia fact right there. He doesn't go to the dentist. So, um, oh, yeah, one mag change at a place, and then it just was a ripple ripple effect. Yeah, and all yeah. the mag changes. had. So I ended up doing like three extra mag changes and cutting a whole bunch of time. It was just awful. And uh, in the middle, uh, right before the match started, I helped um, a guy from Nova Scotia, Scott, with his optic. His optic mount came loose, so I got it tightened again. And then he had to go sight in. But uh, I had her locked down. He wanted to back it up a little bit because when I locked it down, it raised the front of the mount, which doesn't matter. <laughs> You're going to zero it in. doesn't matter how it looks. It just needs to not move. Backed it up a little bit to get the mount to come back down a little bit, but it didn't stay tight for the match. So... He's uh, supposed to be sending the slide to, and the optic to, to Denis to um, mill the slide so that you can put the optic right on the slide. He did two this week, and they came out awesome. So that's a thing. You're, if you're you, saying that Denis can uh, mill yeah. a slide for an optic? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Adriel is going to be all over that. Adriel, you will not send us a 1911 to do this. Why not? Because it's so, it's blasphemy. No. Like, what are we going to turn into Bubba over here? It's a Dorico 1911. Bestoke, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> yes, um, he did two, and hopefully another one's in the mail. Um, the reason why you want to do this, so for when production optics was first a thing, you were not allowed to mill your slide. You had to buy an optics-ready gun. Like this gun here, my, my Phoenix Redback, for the viewers who are looking, right underneath the optic is a plate. So it's not a dovetail mount, but it is a plate. The optic is screwed to the plate. The plate is screwed to the slide. If I want to switch this to an iron-sided gun, I remove that plate and put the plate that has the dovetail on it. That's a lot of guns come from the factory like that. Now, Shadow mm -hmm. 2, the uh, Walther, Q5 Match, et cetera, and so on. If you have an old-school Shadow 1 or Shadow 2 that is not optics-ready, you are now allowed in the rules to send your slide to a gunsmith and have him mill the slide and attach the optic directly to it. So there's um, fewer 
point of or potential failure points in that the um, there's no longer a dovetail mount that can come loose, an optic that could go loose on the mount, and you lower your. I'm not sure who you're waving at, so I'm going to assume it's me because that's the kind of egomaniac I am, and I'll wave back. Um, you can attach the slide, the optic right to the slide. And it gets a lower height over bore. So it's more natural when you transition from iron sights. Like when you get that optic really high, you get a whole new, you get an index differently. So, so anyway, um, good times were ahead by all. Good. And then something else I did, and <clears throat> this is a shout out to Tim Thomas. Tim Thomas, I don't think was a regular listener until I told him that we talk crap about him on a regular basis. So I think now he's just <laughs> listening to hear if we're going to talk crap about him. So I'm talking crap about him. He lent me these wonderful solid brass 1911 grips to try out. So even Seriously? though, yeah, uh, wow. he gave me before I switched over to, uh, he didn't give them to me. He let me borrow them to, to try them. So he um, let me borrow them to try them before I switched to production optics. And I forgot they were in my gun bag and I found them at the match the other day. So I threw them on and awesome. Like it adds a lot right. of meat. Yeah. Yeah. Low and, down too. Right where it should be on a nine millimeter nineteen eleven, it should be down here underneath the magwell or on the grips, not up front. So, and this yep. is all about getting the gun to return to zero, so that when your uh, gun recoils, the sight comes back down and stops at zero, not dipping down lower. So, uh, put those on, and then I set up a belt because tomorrow after work. We head to Filthies for our annual Star Wars trip. Um, every year when Star Wars comes out, me and Snuffleupagus and Filthy and some of the other guys, mini me, we all go to watch Star Wars. So we're going to watch Star Wars, then we're going to get drunk, then we're going to go to the range on Saturday and test some ammo that I loaded and shoot some guns. And then we're, oh, then we're going to Star Wars. So it's Friday night drunk, Saturday morning range, Saturday night Star Wars, then drunk, then Sunday morning steel match where I will be shooting the gun I bought back from Rick Crane, my limited custom. It's a fun match. I'm not worried about, you know, shooting this one. I, you know, when I go to the level twos, the Ipsic level twos are going to stay in production optics, but I love that gun so much and I haven't shot it since I got it back. So I set up a belt for it last night so I could shoot. Uh, this would be limited because we're using USPSA steel challenge rules. So that'll be on Sunday and then Sunday night we're going to get drunk and then Monday I'm going to go shopping hungover. And then come home. <laughs> yes. And then today, yeah. Yeah. And I worked at uh, DC Armory a couple of times. Today, I went there and did some stuff. Uh, Morgan Swant, if you're listening, we are, uh, we're in the middle of butchering up your 1911, same as what we did to Adriel's. So, yeah, he's got Norinco 1911 sent to us. We're going to do the dove tail cut for the front sight. We're going to switch it to a Dawson like, like yours, right? Same rear sight as we put on use yours. A different, use a different front sight and rear sight. Why? Mine was they they weren't the right heights. Don't use don't use the ones that uh, we used on mine. Use. Okay. Well, the rear sight we can use, but we need to get a higher front sight, right? And mill it further back from the front because if you get it that close to the front, it gets too much powder spill on it, and uh, it gets real dark from all the carbon. Oh. So you're suggesting the front sight needs to go back some, where from where you guys put it on mine? Yeah. Oh, because all that's do an is, option. Yeah. Well, it's a, yeah, it's an option. Um, if we cut straight through the middle of the previous dovetail, 
then um, what we could, if we did that, what we could do this time is use the um, leave the front edge and just cut further back. Yeah, rather than cut a complete path down the middle and extend it front and back, we could leave the front. Or we could just weld it up and blend it and cut a fresh one. That so, sounds like a lot of work. It's a lot of work on the back, let me tell you. I was doing some of the blending work today and then you know got it to close enough. Now we'll uh, cut the dovetail and then blend it. Who do you keep waving to? It's so distracting. Everybody keeps saying hi to me, so I keep waving. Hi. <laughs> 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 um yeah that's all i did oh that's not all i did this came in there's supposed to be two there's supposed to be another one here today but um well this came in oh yeah shout out to tim thomas and casper you guys remember casper the guy from the miramichi yep i think, I think he goes by chris nichols but we call him casper because the man is pale <laughs> he's uh he's a ginger from newfoundland and he's very pale Tasty even. So Casper it is. All right. So <laughs> he acquired a box of ammo from somebody and whatever stories. But anyway, I acquired a lot of the items in that box and some really, I sent you guys pictures of the cool 22 stuff. So yep. some nice additions to my uh, ammunition collection there. Two mm -hmm. boxes of whiz bangs. One long, one short. Awesome. And then that Russian stuff. I didn't want that. A lot of stuff look cool. It's yeah. very cool, yeah. Too bad there's one round missing. And then some old school CIL stuff. So I got a box of ammo and some 16-gauge stuff, some 20-gauge stuff. So I got that from uh, from Casper. And then Tim Thomas, a shout-out to him. Not only did he hook me up with the brass grips, ta-da, my first nylon 66 is in the house. Yeah. They're so light. I forgot how yeah. light they are. Yeah, so I bought this off a dude on CGN, and uh, Mr. Thomas went to pick it up for me. Um, you know, the condition is, uh, I paid 275 for this, so the condition is what it is. It's pretty good. You know, it's not like filthy. Filthy is like minty. Hmm. But uh, I swear to God, if you wave one more time. <laughs> Adriel, you're just trying to fit in. I'm in, yeah. Um, the, the, only, the only issue is the, the screw. The elevation screw in the rear sight. Oh, it's uh, yeah, it's not original. But no. I will, uh, oh, I thought they were f like originally like a Panhead Phillips. <laughs> nope, I it's the real ugly Panhead. <laughs> no, nope, pretty oh. sure that's not right. And it doesn't seem to like move. You would think like it's spring loaded steel, right? So anyway, I gotta I gotta look into that in order. In the, uh, yeah, I'll probably right. never get an original. I get a repop, you know. So. So um, yeah, Never and then know. Tim Tim Thomas hooked me and me and the captain Captain Andy up with a box of ammunition. <laughs> oh, it did. Uh, yeah, and um, there's some reloading stuff in there. Like I've got some um, primers for sh 12 gauge or for yeah shotgun, and um, some muzzle loading stuff, and some other cool little little things. So show to him for that. So yep, and uh, my other one, my Seneca Green, made in Canada, nylon 66. Well, according to the tracking number, hasn't left Edmonton, but is supposed to be here today. It did not arrive. Now, if you like nylon 66s and you want to collect all the color phases and you want to collect some Canadian-made ones, there is a Seneca Green made in Canada at the Calgary Shooting Center right now. Is there? Yep. Hmm. So Jeff is like, call me. This is going to cost you money. But I already had one, so... <laughs> 
how much how much is it uh, uh standby i think it was is well there's trevor prices right and then there's probably the public prices mm. or no uh, i think this was the retail on it okay. it says oh 750 yeah no i didn't pay that for mine but it's in really nice condition so mm. <sighs> yep how about you who's next you're the you're the host, so you're, yeah, uh, yeah. You you kind of dictate uh, right. that. Okay, well, I'm going to be a dick and Tate that Kelly goes next. Okay, sweet. Okay, so on Saturday I went to SFRC because you know what it is Saturday and right. it's SFRC. Even though it was busy, I decided that it was probably a good idea. I went. I went and I offered to pick up some megs for a friend of mine. She needed them uh, for. New Year's, so said, I'll go and do it because I'm going there anyways. And I wanted to tell everybody that we're going to be having a Gunny Girl calendar signing on January 11th with them. So we're going to start advertising it. Uh, we have four ladies from the Ottawa, Kingston area that are going to be at SFRC. So just want everybody to know about that. So I'm going to be there. Kelly Kincaid's going to be there. We're not in the calendar, uh, but we're going to be there as well. Maybe Tracy will be there. I'm not sure. But anyways, come out to SFRC on January 11th. Get your calendar signed. Now, speaking about calendars, I got my calendars in. Yay! And I sent a bunch of them out today. So all my co-hosts now have uh, calendars in the mail. I know that you actually ordered them anyways. (laughs) The calendars are 20 bucks a piece. uh, And... If you go on to the oh hello, if you go on to the CC, if you go on to the CCFR website and go into the shop, no, I know that you actually ordered them anyways. Hello, <laughs> somebody's somebody's there listening live. <laughs> so uh, go to the CCFR website, order the calendar, and then you can actually um, when you get it, register it. There's a number on the back. And register it, and you'll be entered into the biweekly prizes as well. And I wanted to say thank you to all the sponsors for the individual months, but also for the um, the monthly prize pack as well. We're talking about Jeff Reese, actually. He's one of the uh, one of the sponsors. He's for April. April's kind of awesome, actually. So some of the calendar, you guys. This calendar is probably the best calendar that we've done so far so and all the proceeds will Hold be it. going what is yolanda in the calendar no she's not and oh, i rest my that. case okay you know what just this one's it. good for this year though it's got like the yes. dates are all correct and you know yeah that's handy. the dates are correct yeah <laughs> we learned how to calendar at the ccfr yay shut up <laughs> it's like it's like selling it's like selling calculators with a nine on them. Like what? Do you do? <laughs> Turn it upside down? Maybe I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my calendars back that I got you guys. They're already in the mail. I know. Special offense. <laughs> okay, so just saying, go and get a calendar. You win extra prizes. Adriel's not allowed to enter this year. <laughs> yes, and I am, but I will. I know. (laughs) There's some really great prizes. So, and thank you to everybody. So, yeah, we're going to get more ladies into shooting. Uh, One of the other things that I wanted to say is that I'm working. um, Sorry, I've been getting a lot of emails, a lot of messages with respect to Project Maple Seed about hosting events for next year. Continue to send those to me as well info at mapleseedrifleman.com. 
and we'll get you guys um, set up for some events, maybe, hopefully. The, and Adriel and I are going to have to have a meeting soon. Yes. And yeah. So, Adriel, mm-hmm. I uh, I appreciate you, by the way. I need just a wanted to say that. Yeah, we need a meeting <laughs> so that we can set up some events. Because mm-hmm. guess what? You're going to have a lot of events. So. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> if we can clone you, that'd be great. But we can't. So. Yeah, we can. All right. Take the IITs. Okay. Get them to do lots of events. Make them instructors. Cloned. Cloned. <laughs> yep. Oh, I was going to say, do we? Ha- do they have to shave their heads? Do they have uh, to? That's optional. Highly recommended. It. It's streamlined. It's perfect for yeah. The, like yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's the okay. go fast, don't suck look. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's everything that I've done with guns this week. Uh, Adriel, what about you? Cool. All right. Uh, let's see. We are so we're streaming on Facebook, and we're using a different Skype thing because what with the mouths moving and the audio not working, I haven't fi- figured out a way to like make myself big for everyone else. So they're just gonna look at you this whole time. But I'm in the corner doing like phrasing. Doing stuff. Definitely, definitely phrasing. <laughs> I figured out how yeah. to make myself big for people years ago, buddy. <laughs> you want some help? Stay after the call. I'll walk you through. I don't know. I don't know if you can help me. Um, YouTube, uh, in their most recent update to their privacy policy, creator community standards, whatever the thing is, said no handling guns on live stream. It's fine if you uh, show them later, but you can't handle them on live stream. So we are live streaming to Facebook, and uh, and how have- long will this last? I don't know. Let's wait. Let's wait till Facebook kicks us off. We have about double the amount of people that normally watch our YouTube watching on Facebook, though. So interesting. It's almost like we're the number one live Canadian program podcast. Yeah, weird. Uh, let's see. So what did I do? I went to a uh, Maple Seed boot camp on Saturday. So we had a bunch of a uh, bunch of the, the IITs out at Sherwood Park, and we ran a little boot camp and shot some uh, rapid fire MQTs in the snow. And uh, that was uh, that's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh-huh. Really easy to do. Yeah, really good. I don't. I don't think you were you abused as a child. Like you think this is fun? <laughs> Parents it never is took fun. you to Disney World, did they? It's not fun. Well, I've shot. I've shot enough three gun matches in like minus twenty five. Where if it's if it's minus ten and there's a bunch of snow out, it feels great. I've got clothes for it. I I go outside. I'm all I've, like I'm I'm good you, to go. You wear a onesie sleeping bag. That's not that's, that's not clothing. Option. Yeah. That's another, <laughs> that's option. another option. Yeah. Uh let's see. So I did that. That was neat. Uh I fixed a Remington five eighty one, so it had that magazine guide thing broken. I fixed it, put it up on YouTube. If you care, if you don't have a Remington five eighty one, you don't. Um but I will put a uh, I will put a review video on that rifle up as well. Uh and then I did some work to my ten twenty two. So this is the one that's uh, that's got the uh, uh, crappy plastic Tapco. I think it was a Tapco. Whatever. It is a Tapco. Yeah, it is. Military-grade plastic Tapco it looks stock. Looks like an SKS, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> they have an SKS stock that I know. just like this. Yep. Awful. Um, that's what did the I one do? that cost you 50 bucks, right? Yeah, it was 50 bucks. Yeah. yeah right. the, the price is right. Uh, what do I do with this one? So I actually I was, I was having the odd stovepipe with this rifle. Uh... What were you using? I don't know. I, I can't. I, a variety of ammo, and uh, and I was getting the odd stovepipe. So I replaced the extractor. And while I was replacing the extractor, it was like, well, you can oh. get the extractor, or you can get the extractor the... and the firing pin 
from Volkortsen. Right. right. Get the whole Volkortsen kit at the same time. I done that. Done did that to mine. So it's a smart thing to do. Yeah, I, 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 I did, did that. I did everything to mine except for the actual sear. I'm using all Volkortsen parts on a Ruger sear. Oh. Mm. At the time, you could get the hammer, but you couldn't get the sear separate. But now you can. So just one of these days, I got to throw in my cart. I don't actually care about the trigger pull on this thing. I just care that it runs reliably. Obviously, so, if you put yeah. it in Tapco stock, you don't care about a lot of things. Mm. I just mm. threw on a Timony trigger. That's all. I replaced the uh, mag catch. So rather than using the red extended one that goes down here and was kind of hard to get to, I put the paddle one back on and it's going to be easier to use than that. Red Solve one this goes. problem with a Matador arm. I was one. just going to say, you know what you should do? You should install the Matador arm one. The best it, one on the market. It's Matador arms is good. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Maybe. Um, I think that's all the stuff I did to this one. Yeah. Yep. And okay. then one thing that I was, I was considering was, um, my GSG came with this little bent 90 degree brush for the chamber. And I thought it was the handiest thing ever because typically with a 22, you shoot a whole bunch of crappy ammo. The chamber gets dirty and it gets like lead in there. And then you start having jams, right? Uh, I was looking online and apparently you can just get a 25 caliber pistol brush and just bend it like this. So it's just a you 25 sneaky cal. dog. Yeah. And then you, uh, you, if you start getting stoppages because of chamber, you just jam that into the chamber and yeah. wiggle it a bit around in there, and then that's it. Instead of drilling a hole in the back of your receiver. Wow. Yeah. Or instead of doing the pull-through. But the thing is, like at Maple Seeds, doing a pull-through is like, ah, now you got to put this string in there and point the gun down and pull it through the other side and put your hand in front of the muzzle and blah, 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 blah. Or you can take How one much? of these and psh, 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 just... Drip. How much are they? Because you were talking about it. Three How bucks. much are they're pennies. Three bucks. Yeah. Okay, buy a couple of dozen of them and, yeah, and then just them the bend cuts. them like that. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's the, the ticket there. Uh, so that was kind of neat. I uh, met up with, uh, took a trip down to Calgary, met up with Jason Philp, and he Sweet. gave me a bunch of um, flapjacks. Flapjacks? Yeah, yeah. Would you like these plasticky, rubbery kind of things? So, Which for... I can show you. Just hold oh, on. There we go. Yeah. Mine are downstairs. Because I'm hungry. Flapjacks? <laughs> so Matador Arms actually made these as well. Um, but they're Originally not making... sold as a sex toy. <laughs> Repurposed. See? Um, That's how you they used right yep. there. Immediately <laughs> without hesitation. <laughs> she knows so uh yeah. So Matador Arms made these and they helped uh, Project Maple Seed out with them. They're reactive targets, and we were using them for kids, um, but they no longer make them. So, But the charity shoot, they gave the, a bunch to the charity shoot, and Jason Phelps had a bunch left over, and I asked them for them, and Adriel and he met up. So mm -hmm. that's awesome. Now we have flapjacks for all of our, in our regions. Yeah. I just totally talked over Adriel. Sorry. That's fine. You had the prop, and I didn't. Mine were downstairs. Uh, so that was neat. Met up with Jason for that. And then I met up with Dave in Calgary. And he loaned me a couple of firearms for review. One of which is uh, this guy right here. So this is a GSG-16 with some trimmings to make it look like an MP5 SD. 
MP5 SD because it's got the yeah. suppressor on there, right? <laughs> they can. Yeah. So That's this bone stock. No, there's no, no. no 3D. No. Okay, correct. This is the 3D printed fore end that is round and looks fantastic. Looks and feels fantastic, actually. And then this Who's is a the 3D printed parts. Say again. Who is selling the 3D printed parts? I'll have to get a list from somewhere. I'll have to get okay. a list of it. And then this is a uh, an airsoft stock on the back here, and it looks perfect. It's got the uh, it's got the little like uh, sling mount at the back there, and uh, and the whole shebang. And it's got a, uh, the top rail rather than having just a gap there. It's got that 3D printed plastic bit on there. And is it see. cheap and chintzy? Does it Which feel part? cheap and chintzy? Yeah, the whole thing, like overall, like you know, like does it feel like your 1022 mm. feels in that chassis? Mm, I would say it feels cheaper and chintzier because it's like the, really? the GSG it's guns all, are, oh, are plastic. Are plastic. Yeah, all the plastic. the uh, okay. the receiver here. This is all like one grip receiver, mm. all plastic kind of a thing. Does it remind uh, you of like a clamshell toy, a toy, mm, a toy gun that's like two pieces of molded plastic screwed together? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all I'm right. Not gonna lie Gosh. on that, but. If the reliability is good, and that I have heard that the GS that, that this one, the GSG 16s are pretty reliable. Now I can't wait true, for a range report. I'd love to try. I've got a couple of types of ammo that will, if this thing doesn't want to run, will make it not run. That uh, okay. Uh, what do you call that? Auto match. That federal auto match stuff that I've got. It is like jamming Garbage. up everything I've got. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna run that. Uh, I've got some Winchester Wildcat. I got all sorts of terrible 22 that uh, if this thing can't run it, <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> and uh, if it does, yay. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Dave What's said the retail? That it was running well. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. I can't remember. Somewhere around there. Four or five hundred. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Anyways, that's kind of neat. Uh, oh, yeah. Neat, but... The factory stock it comes with is this guy. It's a wire stock that uh, uh, you can expend, and then it looks kind of like that. So it's it's a... And then and then uh, for your cheek rest, it's got a little section of Picatinny rail, so you can just kind of cozy in on, the, on that, that I, nice sharp I feel like rail. there's a cap that goes over that. Maybe. Maybe. There should be. There should be, yeah. Yeah. There shouldn't even be a, a, a section of pick rail where your face goes. Because no. like, who does anyone make like uh, an adjustable if, cheek riser based on pick rail? I'll start three D printing them. So the uh, the front of the Tabor Seven, there was some at the shop. Oh yeah, I went we went shooting an indoor range, uh, Captain Andy and I, so I could uh, test my modern sporter. That failed; it didn't run. But anyway, that's not the purpose of the story. Um, and we he tested his five nine seven against my five nine seven because his used to be like a four inch gun, and now it's like same accuracy as mine. Put twenty five shots into a dime. But anyway, um, the the Tavor T uh, Tavor what is it the, the what seven the seven Tavor yeah seven? Tavor Tavor seven yeah uh, it has a a piece of plastic on the handguard that you take off and it and it it covers it's like all nice and contoured and ergonomic but you remove it and there's a piece of rail underneath for you know whatever and that hmm. really the back of that stock reminds me very much of that it's almost like there would be a cheek piece that would go over that rail. Because you're right. Why do you have a rail on the stock or your cheek goes? Like it's literally on the comb. Yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> kind of silly. So I just looked it up on Bullseye. It's uh, $470. There we go. 
yeah. decent. Yeah. I still I, I I want the Chris instead. Um because I think Chris makes better guns than GSG. And if I'm gonna get one of these cool tactical twenty twos, I got I gotta go Chris. Mm. Yeah, but I think it's this, also like, like the, the strong allure on these ones is that that's very close to an MP five in looks, and that's a twenty two. And it's inexpensive. Yeah, but it just comes out looking like a toy. How much, how much was a Chris? Six, I think. Yeah. Maybe seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Dave also gave me this guy to try out. This is a, a Rossi Overland. It's a double barrel coach gun with hammers. Because Yeah, you uh, pulled that out a while ago when Tracy was on, and I got really excited, and you just killed my gun boner by saying Rossi. Mm. You got a gun boner over exposed hammer side by side? I love coach guns, man. Hmm. I love coach guns. And for some reason I want one in 20, which is dumb. Like, but no, I love coach guns. Um, I love side by sides. I love over and unders never owned either. And it's time to fix myself. And so, but I mean, Rossi, is it really that much better than a Nork? Mm, no. Yes. Rossi is better than a Nork. That much better. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're starting with a Nork, so nah. yeah. <laughs> I would argue, yes. What are Rossi's Brazilian? Yes. Yep. And so just, Brazilian firearms vary in quality from uh, total yep. garbage to like not bad garbage, like good looking garbage. So I think this is like okay looking garbage. Like the the, the wood on it's very nice, and uh, the bluing looks all right. Looks deep. Yeah, it's fine. Bluing looks all right. I don't know. Looks What's the right. retail on them? I have no idea. I don't check retail when I don't buy stuff, and I just like. But here's the thing: you're doing reviews for people to, you know, use when considering purchasing a gun. And one of the things they need I'll to know is the cost. Look that up when I do the review. Come on, <laughs> I just Fair got enough. this. I I, oh, I literally I, I drove down to I, Calgary in the morning, like yeah, four in the morning. Yeah. I drove down to Calgary, did a day of work. Went and met a bunch of guys and got some guns and flapjacks and drove back up and put in like an 18-hour day and then came back. And here I am breaking your balls. Yes. Yeah. But so this the way it came off, Adriel, I thought you didn't bother even talking about price in your reviews. Oh, no. I haven't even started on anything. Gotcha. Okay. So it's $750 for the Chris Vector. Okay. That's a retail. It's a better Mm -hmm. gun, but it's like that's a lot. That's a big difference in price. Right. Yeah, but it doesn't look like a airsoft or water gun. Correct. Uh, wait, what else do I got to show you guys? Next thing. Um, oh yeah, so I think I'm gonna head to the range. I'm gonna test that SBI, the Spectre Ballistics Aluminum 1022 stock, that Mossberg Plinkster, the Rem 581 GSG with MP5 furniture, the Rossi Overland, and I am like, I am just about to buy something here. Let me see if I can share my screen. Can I do that? Can I do that? Stop recording. You can, yeah. Blur my background. Hold off. Where is the thing? Which shares... Share my screen? Nope. 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 I may not be able to while I'm recording. I'm trying to record also in this, just in case it uh, shows me better. Anyways, uh, Wanstalls has Savage 64F takedowns for $199. A takedown 22 for 199 So I've got that added to my cart right now. 
They've also got the Savage A22 for $245. That is also <coughs> the cheapest I've seen any of those anywhere. Yeah. And I don't know if Savage has any coupons for either of those right now. I should take a look. Savage Rebate Center. You're like uh, crafty. Well, you gotta look You're... at those rebates. Sometimes, sometimes those are oh, there's a Savage Rimfire rebate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> uh, no, it's not. It's not valid. You're November getting... oh. to December second. Oh. Was, mm, mm, too bad. Give a gift of Savage. Nope, not that one either. Seasons of Savings. Nope. Ah. Oh well. No promos available, but these are pretty good prices anyways. So You yeah. cheap bastard. It's like $200. What yeah. Is, yeah. And what if I can get it $50 off out on top of that? I'm just saying, don't let that stop you. However. It won't. <laughs> Trevor, you have a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> you should mute that. Uh, yeah, so I might uh, I might buy those two savages because that's uh, those are both very good prices, and I haven't really seen a lot of reviews on the Savage sixty four takedown. I did not really like the Savage sixty four, uh, but maybe the tech the mag mag releases are crappy on it. Yeah, uh, there was a lot on it that's dated and not that great, especially compared to some of the other well, stuff. Well, considering on the it's a it's a copy of a semi auto Kui, what was it called when it was Kui? Uh, was it the Kui or the Lakefield? Lakefield 64? Well, Lakefield was after Kui. Yeah. It started off as the semi-automatic Kui. I don't know. Anyways, it's old. Um, I, I get flack for my review on it because I like, I kind of don't, I don't think it's as good as a Marlin 795. Put it that way. It's, it's not. No, it's not. Um, but at 199 for a takedown, whoo, whoo, that is, uh, that is really good. So <laughs> I'm probably going to buy it anyways. And that A22, just because I want to review one, and that's an excellent price as well. And I can get 25 around mags for it. And I don't know. Maybe I'll shoot gophers with it. In the face. In the face. And then cool. I was I was thinking about buying body armor just just cause because I've I've never owned it and uh, just cause. But uh, I was looking around. I was like, man, there's so many different price points and so many different styles of it. I kind of want to have someone on to tell us about that because I don't know anything about it. And I'd rather have someone else, like, tell us what the way to go is. Tell so, me. Dave. Dave is a good resource, but we also have, like, Andrew. Andrew's a good resource. He sells that. So, yeah, he sells plates, yeah. Yeah, we can have Vincent. I yeah. Want, I want, like, someone who can tell me about, like... I'd like to vendor, have someone Vendor on. neutral? ceramic versus steel uh spall coatings what's a good price what's a bad price what size should i buy like any i don't know any of this stuff i just like if, i want to buy it because we I have can. people oh yeah we have people let's find somebody who wears it for a living yeah doesn't and not somebody who sells it yeah yeah, yeah that an, a, a power user would be perfect because that person would be passionate about wearing it <laughs> And not just, uh, yeah, not just uh, uh, pushing one version versus another. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, All right. right. What yeah. about you, Kelly? What about me? What about me? I already did. Do you? Oh, you went already. I must yeah. have been ignoring you. Okay. Because in the notes, you're before him, but whatever. Yeah, I know. Remember, you were going to switch things up a little bit 
I and I went. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I got to dictate. So, yeah. yeah. yeah um, All right. Cool. Uh, upcoming events then. The 10th annual Podcast Network Charity Shoot will take place at uh, my home club, the Rush Cruise Gun Club, on Saturday, the 4th of July. Registration and payment will soon be through Practice Score. Currently, the cost is $25. My co hosts are trying to talk me out of that. The shooting events. A mini steel challenge. So four of the USPSA steel challenge stages. You can shoot 22 pistol, 22 rifle, PCC, or handgun. It'll be half around a trap. And we will also keep open one dedicated range for handgun or 22 on steel reactive targets. You don't have to go down range to reset. You can just stay there gallery style shooting plink till your heart's content while you're waiting for us to get on with what we're doing and do other things we'll also open up the rifle range when the um, trap is done and you'll be able to shoot your rifle up to 200 again on steel if you have you know you want to bring your own steel plate and it's uh appropriate and safe to use go ahead you can do that um zombie targets provided by filthy by the way filthy i need zombie targets and uh, food by Smoke in the Water, prize table, all that good stuff. The um, Sometime in the new year, we will have uh, someone related to the charity on to discuss said charity. So that'll be a main topic coming up. Into the news, $150 million lawsuit filed against gunmaker Smith & Wesson by the Danforth shooting victims. <sighs> Don't these always get, like thrown out you put a warning on my tobacco products i smoked it i got cancer now i gotta sue you like uh, smith you can't smith anyone, and didn't anyone shoot can these sue, people anyone can sue anyone for anything right <clears throat> yeah it won't go through you yeah. won't win <laughs> uh, and unfortunately at some point i think precedent i don't know do you think what do you think huh which part precedent uh somebody winning so uh, this, there there uh, hasn't uh, been a lawsuit like this in canada no, I know that. Um, it's so, going to be interesting. What gun was used? Uh, Smith an MP forty. Yeah, an MP forty was used, but they want my AR fifteen. Mm-hmm. Well, that's different. Oh, okay. I'm listening. Explain. Uh, the AR fifteen is the Trudeau government wanting your AR fifteen. Right. This is these people wanting to sue Smith and Wesson to get. Money. Oh no, no, no! I realize that because of shootings that happened in Toronto with handguns. The government wants my rifle. Yes. Yeah. Correct. And these people That's want it. to sue Smith and Wesson and make some money. Oh, this right. cop just muzzled the hell out of her partner with a rifle. They must have been searching for the shooter or whatever. She's walking around with the rifle. I'm watching the video on Global News, and she's walking around with her patrol carbine shouldered, and she's scanning the area because it's got a flashlight on it. She's using her gun as a flashlight. She's completely muzzled her partner. But only police should have guns. Yeah. All right. As you do. Yeah. Next news story. Go ahead, Adriel. Yeah, YouTube. So you can't live stream uh, gun handling. You can record a video and then put it up, but just no live stream gun handling on YouTube. So they're coming out with some new policies with respect to that, and they basically just don't want any people... Have an ADs live on the air? No, I don't, I don't think it's yeah. that. I don't think it's for that. I think it's what just else would additional it be restrictions, just yeah. to slowly pick away at it. Yeah. 
Because the other thing, it, like you keep in mind, like live streaming is is limited to only some accounts for for YouTube. Not just anyone can live stream on YouTube. This is oh. uh, this is something that they're they're yeah they're just picking away at it. Yeah. So right. originally it was broad, originally it was advertising. Then now it's live streaming, gun handling. Now it, then it's just going to go to no, no nothing. You, that's can't, you also this. can't show a firearm for the purpose of a sale. So you know all of those uh, uh, Rock Island auction. Uh, oh my God! That ones with forgotten weapons. weapons does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are all like I don't know if Ian's going to change them around or. I mean, oh, we're, wow. we're, we're belaboring the inevitable here, and the inevitable yeah, is yeah, yeah. getting off YouTube. I'll, like, we'll continue to upload there because there are more people on that use it as a, a video platform, but the left eventually. Won't be happy. Yeah. The left won't be happy until only the left is online. Uh, it's a war. So well, it would be nice if, if there was another platform, if, like, specifically for video. There's not really a good alternative. So. What about Vimo? About what? Vimo. Vimeo? Yeah, that thing. Uh, they're even more anti-gun. Yeah. Wow. Huh. And then there's Twitch shows looking at, but I don't. Yeah. I couldn't find any gun podcasters on Twitch, so that tells me there's something going on there. Maybe they must have a policy of some kind. There's another one, Medio. Uh, and then there's so Facebook. You can, li- you can live stream the world's most violent video games, but you can't go yep. on Twitch to talk about like. The lawful use of firearms. Yeah, you can live stream yourself eating hot peppers and punching people and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Twitter, Tw- Twitter is another good one, right? There's actually, you know, pictures of anal on Twitter, but you cannot say the words "a man is never a woman." You'll get banned for life. Yeah, <sighs> something like that. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, yeah, that uh, that thing's happening there. Um. The next thing is the CCFR is pushing the uh, does your gun collection matter enough to you? And the idea with this is uh, yeah. send some mail. Get get a piece of paper. Uh, three out a, three uh, pieces three, of paper, three envelopes. Right. Yep, yeah, nice piece free. of paper. Yep. Uh, write, out, write out some letters to uh, Trudeau, Blair, and your MP and put them in the mail. The postage is free. You don't have to pay anything. You can literally put an address on this thing and put it in the mail and they'll see that it's for the ledge and they'll send it. So while I was picking up my, um, order from the Ben Steger pro shop for my hundo change your life, by the way, I forgot to, I, I didn't go anywhere near my notes this week. So that's why I'm all over the place worse than ever. Anyway, um, hundo case gauge, picking that up. I dropped my three letters on the counter. Boom. Mail these. And he's like, no stamps. I'm like, they go in a parliament. He's like, oh, yeah, very good. No problem. So, yep, you just put uh, return address. Well, if you want to. But the, um, the address for the House Commons, your MP. And, uh, yeah, yep. I did all three. Did you guys do yours? Yep. So, so my, it's easy. There, ahead, is, there is a template. So if you want to yeah. actually use the template, use it. But my suggestion is actually make it personal to you. They are supposed to read them. They are supposed to give you a reply. And if you make it personal to you, it actually stands out from the ones that are templated. Just saying. Well, your MP definitely has they're, to reply. Yeah, yeah. They're not yeah. going to be um, dismissed if you use the template. No, so, they're not. No, they're not. Uh, but I use the template. The heck with it. Don't care. Like Adriel said, I'm owed a reply from my MP. And uh, let's see if I get it. 
much. So I did a custom one for my MP because I said in my one to the MP, hey, we've got this local three gun club. It's toast if this thing goes through, and it, we raise ten grand a year uh, for the Stollery Children's hospital. hospital. That's hey, gone my, uh, after this. My MP has been on the range during SummerSlam. And he still voted for C-71. He called us in for a meeting and Skyped with us from his office here, from his office in Ottawa, and explained to him what was up, asked me to sum it all up and send it to him in an email the next day. I did. Bootlicker voted for the party, right? Yep. Anyway, send the letters, guys, and sign the petition. One place where you can locate the template, and I'm sure there are other places, but... 303 Wolverine, which is the owner of Wolverine Supplies, Matt Hippo's father. What's Mr. Hippo's name? John. Can I remember? John Hipwell. John Hipwell posted the template on a thread on CGN, and you can literally copy and paste it into Word. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to the grammar because you need to change it when you write it to Bill. And, you know, when you write it to Bill, it's you. When you write it to Justin Trudeau, it's he. You know, so or the guy, like from, the guy from Spectre Ballistics made a maker. Uh, they, he made a, a website that's not a real website. It's just like you download it to your browser and you put in your name and all that stuff, and then hit enter, and it doesn't send anything out to those guys. It just stays in your browser, makes a letter for you, and yeah. you say, yeah. "I want a Bill one, and I want a Justin one, and print and print MP and one, yeah, done, yeah, done." So yeah. you know, it's never been easier. All the guys who survived in 1995 or lived through 1995 said, man, if we had had the internet, this wouldn't have happened. We had fax machines and telephone calls. Well, we got the internet. Mm -hmm. And so we can communicate in real time and we can help each other with these letter writing campaigns. So you're really all out of excuses. Listen, is it going to get your guns, stop your guns from being banned? I don't know. But at least you can say you did something. Yeah. The other one uh, that you mentioned don't be, there, don't be apathetic. and that Tracy mentioned, was the uh, E-231. Uh, this yep. is saying, hey, don't use an OIC, follow the damn law, and uh, and do this in legislation. Right now it's at 3,700, no, 37,693 no, signatures. So, right. So uh, when, you, when you sign that, make sure that you sign it and then also verify the email that gets sent to you because that's the way that yes. they verify it and they keep it from uh, uh, getting spammed. Yep. It's a two-stead, two-part process. You got to go to your email. You got to click the link. Mm-hmm. Kelly, any final thoughts before we move on to the next thing? No. All right. Just I thought you it. were about to say something. No, it's just going to. Yes, just do it. Just, just like Nike, it. do it. Do it. All right. So this next one is frightening, and I hope it serves as a wake-up call to the FUDs. You've been told time and time again, after they get my AR-15, they're coming for your sniper rifle, and BC is leading the way. Take it away, Adriel. Well, uh, the, this is I, I would say that this is uh, legislators who uh, who have too much time on their hands. Uh, yep. Because the BC government is, and if you if you read what they're actually after, they want people to not be able to hunt with that tracking point scope, you know that uh, that fancy scope that uh, you set the distance, or actually I think it lasers the distance, so you don't have to do anything. You you can use a, yep. an iPad to select the game that you're going to shoot, move the rifle around until it's like basically moused over the deer and it pulls the trigger for you, uh, which is a uh, I mean, I don't even think they're available here in Canada yet. They're 
upwards of uh, five or ten grand. They're extremely expensive. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, the BC government is like, whoa, whoa, whoa! We can't have people hunting with those things. Let's ban them before they even get to Canada, and they're even. Wouldn't it realistic. be smart to have them? Yeah, you would if, injure less game. If people are hunting, game. yeah, yeah, you you would injure less game. Yep. You would yeah. think. Yeah, you would injure less uh, game. You would send less uh, rounds off into the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like, hello. A, a lot if, of, okay, uh, if we're going to do this, yeah. if we're going to make it more difficult to kill animals and eat them, um, or we want to, sorry, prevent the faster, more ethical, more humane killing of animals, can we get rid of feedlots too? Because, I mean, we, that's like shooting do... fish in a barrel. Can we do uh, can we do spear hunting again? Because if you want, That's if this is way. if this is not sporting S- enough, then spear sp- hunting or veganism, choose. <laughs> that's a that's a, a drastic choice. I mean, here in Alberta, they uh, they banned spear hunting because this guy who is a a, a collegiate uh, javelin uh, uh, athlete uh, speared a bear, yeah, and and killed the bear. Uh, uh-huh. But they banned it in Alberta for that purpose, so they're getting us on both successful. sides. Yeah. Okay, I could see if he tried to do it with a sticky card from uh, a hickory <laughs> tree in his backyard, and the bear ate him. Oh, fantastic! Right? I mean, it. Well, like, actually, that's a you problem. Wanna, you want to talk about uh, a fair Ew. chase or fair game? Like spear right. hunting a bear it takes some serious uh, courage oh, to be able to do uh, some big glands. He was also sponsored by Under Armour, and they dropped him because of that, too. That's correct. Is that the guy that started all? Everybody's burning their Under Armour? Yep. Alberta. Actually, uh, I just got reminded about that, and we have a conservative uh, government in place now for a provincial government, so I just emailed them. I'm like, yo, you remember the NDP, like, banning spear hunting? I'm never going to spear hunt, but I want other people who are uh, enthusiasts to be able to. And so I, I just re- I emailed them uh, today, actually, about that. But anyways, like get, getting us on both sides, either the scopes make it too easy or the spears are too hard. You can only hunt the way that we tell you to. And therefore, it's it's <laughs> OK. I don't, I don't if, like either of them. I, uh, I would rather right. <laughs> this all be opened up now, if, like prevent uh, uh, the possibility of wounding animals. Sure. But it ignores yeah. the reality that today people wound animals all the time fuds take a hundred shots at a deer and they They make wounding shots on them all the time that is the reality of what happens today and once you accept that reality you start looking at this other stuff and say i don't know if i care this doesn't this does not matter how many hunters are going to get out there with a with a ten thousand dollar tracking point one or two they're not going to who cares cares even if they do even so, this would make things more safer. If they're interested in safety, this would make things more safer. And then all those people that are taking those hundred shots come and see us at Maple Seed. Just saying. <laughs> yes. Move on. Yeah, they need to go take a Maple Seed. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, new gun stuff. Canada Ammo has Barnell six point. Really? Barnell's in the six point five Grendel game. I had to put this in here because some some guys are getting six five Grendel for their ARs or their their yep. not AR ARs. And where do you buy the stuff? And this is you make it. 18, Grendel's hard to come 18 by. Dollar eighteen dollars for a box of twenty. Yeah, steel yeah. case, but so what? But why you got to go build your AR in such a ridiculous caliber anyway? Well, that's the way to get like deer energy in an in an AR. Is it really? 
uh, you can run your three hundred, your uh, seven sixty-two by uh, what is it? 40? 42? Four, 40, yeah, forty. Yeah, that's another way of doing it. It's yeah. a great way. Yeah, six five is a Grendel's another way. Anyways, yeah, it's just the feeding issues. The 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 brass is ridiculous. You got to make your end, and you're changing bolt faces. It's just it's more power. It is more power. Yeah. Uh, here's a question. Has anyone necked a two two three down to a two seventy or a six point five or a six millimeter? Uh, I mean, I I'd imagine so. Like this is a bigger case though. Like six five Grendel produces. I know, no, it's no, the most not, power you're going to get. No, we're not talking. Yeah. I'm asking a totally different question. Hmm. Are you aware of anyone who's necked down a two two three to take like a six point five, a six mil, or like a two seventy? Because if you're necking 223 to take a 30 cal and you're getting 2,400 to 2,500 feet per second, what would you get out of that? And I think that makes a bit more sense to me. Oh, there's, is that 6.8 SPC? Oh. Because the 7.62 is the same pretty much ballistics as the 6.8 SPC, but maybe no, that's. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, that might be, you know, if we don't lose our guns, that might be a project. Um, okay, so that's interesting. So if yeah. you are a 6.5 Grendel fan, and that Muffin's got something ordered in 6.5 Grendel, I think. Maybe a Hawa? I'm not sure. Anyway, I run guns. Has PSA Freedom 15s for three ninety nine US. What are PSA Freedom 15s? PSA is Palmetto State Armory. Oh, it's a brand yeah. of AR. Yeah, it's an AR-15. For 400 bucks US, and that's the whole rifle. Yep. That is the good. whole thing. Good luck. I wish you good luck. I can't see anybody buying an AR right now. I just can't. Mm. I just did. It was stupid. <laughs> I know. You, not only did you buy one, you bought your second one. <laughs> it's not like at least you could say well I didn't have one you can't you can't say that Kelly like I love you and all but that was boneheaded thank you you're that's welcome not boneheaded no it's we're not. gonna have it's two not. years of amnesty that's right yeah that's you know what? I bought it before they actually you're right Kelly 100% it was, there was no talk of BAM when you bought it you're right so it's just funnier to ridicule you in front of our guests here Hi, everyone. Yes, I bought an AR-15, and yes, I'm an idiot. You got to go take some, uh, some rounds. You're not, as good at, you're not as good at it as I am. When you say it, it sounds mean. When I call you an idiot, it sounds funny. But I guess practice. And me. And you what? What did you say? No one's listening to you. What? Are we talking about four tens? <laughs> I, order, I, I put that order in with Juan Stalls. I, I bought, you did? Oh, yeah, I bought those two, definitely. Juan Stalls is selling the 410 Mad. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this looks like a Browning semi-automatic <clears throat> with a mag that sticks out the bottom. Yeah, it looks like a bar. It looks like a bar. It looks with like a, a bar. Weird mag coming out the bottom of it. Chambered in 410. <sighs> mhm. So Why, they got dude? that, and then they got that revolver thing. They're just all 410 Turkish 410s everywhere. All the all the Turkish love for the Adriel. Mm-hmm. I didn't I, pick one of those. Cheap. I don't. I don't want a 410. I don't want a Turk 410 either. But no, dude, this is a cool slug gun. Come on. I 
have Kill rifles first. Why do I need a slug gun that has like shot shells? I've got rifles. Because you could be shooting four inch groups at fifty yards with a rifle and the <laughs> tiny little slugs. That's why. This is ri- ridiculous. Yeah. All I right. Did, and, they had the Savage sixty four take to add. Bought one of those. Yeah. You bought one too. Mm-hmm. It uh, it looks very papoose ish. Yeah. Yes. Right. There's no forend whatsoever. It's just free float barrel shortly in front of the action. Um, so what you have now, you have all the poor ergonomics of a Savage 64 with the uh, horrible aesthetics of a Marlin Papoose. Yep. Yes. Excellent. It's, it's all right. very lightweight, though. And it comes with a neat case. It's a 22. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's lightweight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, another Turkish. Oh, no, this is Henry. At, so. at, I just got someone text me this uh, like five minutes ago. Moments ago? Okay. Yep. So Henry has released a 410 lever shotgun mare's leg. <laughs> that, it doesn't seem like those words go together. Like like you've just jumbled in a bunch of words that describe firearms, but it makes, a, word, it makes yep. a whole gun. <laughs> yep. It, it's a Henry lever action 410 mare's leg. Now... <clears throat> Will it feed and cycle and shoot forty-five Colt? Uh, I don't know. Because who cares if it does? Because there's no rifling. Right. <laughs> ridiculous. At least you know when you take a Taurus Judge, there's rifling in a Taurus Judge. So if you want to shoot some forty-five Colt through it, you can. It's you a got a, a Bond Arms Snake Slayer that shoots both forty-five and four ten. It's got rifling. This is a 410, so I'm assuming no rifling. So even if you can shoot Colt through it, meh. Why do people keep making guns that nobody needs or wants or asks for? Yeah, I mean, this like this is all sorts of impractical, but it looks uh, like this has got to be one of the weirder things out there. <laughs> like Mare Leg in 357, pretty impractical. I don't know mm-hmm. what you're going to use that for. Mare's Leg in 410. Also, you know what? This is a non-restricted, a non-restricted, a non-restricted mare's leg and forty-four magnum makes a cool truck gun. A cool truck gun that like you're not really going to hit much with. You're not going to hit much with this either. But at least it's it's a shot shell, so you got a little bit of spread going on. I would take it hunting just to just to just to watch some DNR officer have all the meltdown. Yeah, like he might actually have a stroke right there. You pull when you whip that out of the quad to, to take yeah. care of a grouse. Just a second yeah. while I whip this out. Pull it from my from my from my leg holster. It'll be attached <laughs> to my right thigh. Not my thigh, my my, my calf. It'll be right you down should. under my knee, right? Yeah. Neat. Anyways, <laughs> there's that. That was there's neat. that. And yeah. you know what that is? That Horrible. is not on my Christmas list. Which is the main topic. We have arrived. It's time for our annual Christmas wish list. Now, typically we ask you to send these in by email, but Adriel did something that Kelly got the blame for because it was so boneheaded. I assumed that it was Kelly. So Kelly, Kelly, I apologize. What I'm sorry. It's cool. I totally blamed her Adriel for your, uh, for you. Oh, good. Yeah. You're winning this. Yeah. 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 (laughs) You put it on Facebook, didn't bother to tell people to email us, and immediately no. I blamed Kelly. No. <laughs> like, I called her names. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm doing nothing. What are you talking about? Like, 
um, like, oh. Um, I was also supposed to put the post up on Saturday. Right. Yeah, I didn't do so. that. No. So your your penance is to start reading these, and uh, I'll tell you when to stop. It. I don't even have it open. Oh, one second. <laughs> it's in the show notes because I put them in there. Is it? Okay, yep. so Wait. what I did Kelly to was the took the emails, and I put them in the first portion, and then the Facebook piece, I also put that yeah, in. Now you're showing off. You're bragging. You're being brave. Yeah, I know. You're, so you're making, I, you're I making your calls look bad over there. What are you doing? Should we just so the email, mess it up and so do the, the emails and then the rest? Yeah. You just, yeah. It's, just start with Jeremy, man. And then Jerome. It's, it's pronounced Jeremy. Jeremy. I don't care how he spells it. I pronounce it Jeremy. Okay. We already have a name that's close to Jerome. It's Jeremy. That's good enough. So right. he's saying hello again all because there's a also in the well I'm explaining things. There's an email. You don't have the crayons or the tiles. <laughs> Speaking of crayons, there's an email about it. Go. <laughs> Go ahead, Adriel. Eat crayons? All right. Uh hello again and Merry Christmas to all of you. This is my second email of the week as I did not realize the Christmas show was coming up. I am correcting that mistake now. You Looking must be using the CCFR calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, looking back 2019 has been an interesting year for gun owners from insane legislation being pushed forward to actual industry innovations to garbage products that nobody asked for we have seen it all with all the liberal nonsense that is coming up uh, after i'm done with this email i'll go invest in the pvc pipe and cosmoline business for christmas i wish you the following kelly i wish you a good mechanic for your car after all that driving back and forth across our beautiful but very wide country to teach people how to shoot, you'll need it. I also wish you students who finish half-empty ammo boxes before opening fresh ones. Thank God! <laughs> he listens. This guy is on top of his game. I'm surprised you don't just use like a baggie or a Ziploc or something like that. Ah, you, you get Ziploc ammo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adriel, I wish you a steady stream of weird, ridiculous products. More of them bodysuit sleeping bags, please. And Turkish garbage that you review so well, and that makes your website unique. It's like he knows you, too. Yeah. Trevor, what I love about this uh -huh. is he's wishing stuff for us. Yeah. What I want for Christmas is for you guys to have these things. What a great guy. I'm yeah. sorry, Jeremy, that I pronounced your name Jerome. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, we wish that you can get some Turkish garbage and sleeping bags, too. Uh, Trevor, I wish you a good doctor, <laughs> because all those go buttons smashed are definitely having an impact on your blood pressure. I also wish that you will find a buyer when you come to your senses and sell all them cooies. That's going to raise the blood pressure, which, by the way, I had checked the other day. It was 115 over 80. So Probably fantastic, because you lost a bunch of weight. That was after eight cups of coffee. Huh. You can have eight cups of coffee, and you don't your your heart's not like beating out of your chest, and no, my heart okay. doesn't beat without eight cups. Mm. Like eight cups is just to get me off the toilet. Like. Yeah. yeah, that's that's like that gas stuff you spray the ether you spray into the engine to get it going. Yep, yeah, that's how uh, under the tongue. Just, mm. Yep. Like uh, Dave, just take care of that smooth, soothing voice of yours. It is. Matthew it is, is dead smooth. to me. Uh, <laughs> he's dead to everyone <laughs> yeah mm. uh, no he, he might actually be dead I don't know like he was supposed to be here I don't and he think he's not so. uh, he's probably flying in the dark in the snow Lame. yeah 
for myself, I don't want no new gun. I just want a plane ticket to Utah to go shoot machine guns again. Sweet. Keep your candy cane in a vice. Happy holidays, <laughs> Jay. Speaking of Utah, I reached out to some of the original Gun Dudes cast to invite them on to our special show on February 13th. More on that later. Ooh, okay. Always up to something. Mm. Me, I is. I'm just going to hold the cooey for the rest of the show. Carry on. <laughs> is that gun handling? Uh, from James. Let's see. Guns I want. The wife new guns aren't bad and are really nice. Great motorboating ear sponges. I could use a Barrett 50 cal semi-auto with a new 1x4 Vortex Crossfire scope. Think about it. <laughs> this, this is James Bird, by the way. Of course, it, of course it's ginger snaps. Who else would it be? Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to read. Uh, insert a Trevor <laughs> and Furlu Hard No Letter Kenny LOL. <laughs> <laughs> verbatim yeah read by Adrian. yeah uh yeah. and i ask you why not new brunswick has really no distance to use that firearm i just need it to strengthen my shoulders and blow my ei checks <laughs> oh he's talking about the, the barrett 50 <laughs> yes <laughs> my ei tech on 50 cal ammo you know our ei is really good down here thanks to alberta all right <laughs> Okay. Well, your EI is okay, but your like cost of living is super cheap. Like super cheap. You can buy houses down there for a hundred grand. Oh yeah, dude. You can the the town I teach in. You can legitimately buy a house for fifty thousand dollars. It'll be a four bedroom bungalow with an ocean view. Not possible. Not possible out here. Uh, No, you have these things called jobs, (laughs) and people want to be there. Gotta get some of those online jobs. Uh, well, you got prisons. NRS, go. You got prisons. Where are I? Remember, Remember, Adria, fill out your EI form. Uh, yes, yes, no, yes. Wait, maybe it's a no. No, yes, no. I bet Grandma screwed that up again. Damn, I'm going to have to go into the EI office and explain again. Drunk, high. Maybe both. I'll use that one for my excuse. I just want my Alberta check so I can go buy a new gun. (laughs) Uh, This summer, my friend Bob asked why I had my work boots on at the beach. I told him, so if EI asked, I can tell them I'm looking for work, Bob. You know who he is? He's the new Dirk McGurk. Yeah. Right? That's awesome, though. Yeah. It's more genuine. He's awesome. Yeah. 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 Other okay, choices go. would be this is still him, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Other choices oh, would yeah. be the hands hand solo weapon of choice with Chewie's bow gun as backup. The Mandalorian <laughs> gun is quite the interesting one. Not sure how it sends a projectile or how it works. I'm pretty sure that was a Bergman. Freak, freaking laser beams. Yeah. yeah. Filthy writing explain to me how this works to this stuck up, <laughs> half witted, scruffy looking nerf herder how it works. I wonder if I could find a howitzer from the SS Missouri. Should fall in with the Libtard's new firearms rules. Breach loading, single projectile, could clean and cut a whole island into bite-sized timbits. Didn't the government? Uh, didn't the Canadian government want to sell one of the destroyer main guns? Samfire should have the Canadian peso to afford that. Mm. Uh, Keep that Patreon uh, rolling, guys, so we can get a gun off a of battleship. Yeah, battleship guns. 
look, found this. The Canadian government is looking for buyers for the OTO Malara 76mm guns removed from the Royal Canadian Navy's Iroquois-class destroyers. All Iroquois-class ships have been decommissioned, and the systems that were strictly associated with that class have been declared surplus. According to the Department of National Defense, the five 76-millimeter gun systems and associated spare parts from these ships were declared surplus in 2015 and 2016 and are moving through the disposal process, noted D&D spokesman Andrew McKelvey. Oh, that was, I think it was copied from somewhere because the grammar was too good. Yep, yep. clearly. Uh, clearly <clears throat> copy. He's plagiarizing. I think my EI check should be able to cover at least one of them. Sorry, kids. Christmas is canceled. Daddy needs a new gun to wrap under the Christmas tree sent from Santa so Mama can't say anything and has to play along. What a great idea. Write that down. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Buy the thing you want for yourself and wrap it up and say from Santa and your wife can't say yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Room Christmas. It's brilliant. James continues, P.S. Siri wasn't working, dictated and written by my eight-year-old, fact-checked by my six-year-old, and doing a better job than Bill Blair and Justine Troupu. Troupu? Troupu, I think, but poo. Uh, Now that you are dumber from reading this, from the wise word of George Thurgood, one scotch, one bourbon, one beer, in key, please. No. (laughs) That was not in key, no. Well, still better me singing Frozen. He didn't put it in italics. I had to read it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Kelly, Kelly, give poor Adriel a break and okay. uh, and take the next one, if you would, from Spencer. Thank, thank you. It's from Spencer, but it's only two paragraphs long. So, of course, this is a, this one is easy. My wish list gun right now is a CZ Bren 2. Uh, the first gen were amazing guns, but had some chunky features like a reciprocating charging handle. The second gen fixes all of that, uses AR mags, and still has the glass smooth action of the original Bren uh, 805. As for pie in the sky, it's not a gun, but if you had unlimited funds, it would be one of the new Tesla Roadsters. Oh, I like those too. A zero to 60 that beats a Bugatti and a bargain for only a could, only a could, a a cup. Yeah, that should be a couple. It's only two nights. I'll be in no problem. It'll be fine. (laughs) I read it verbatim. Uh, Merry Merry Christmas to all. That's from Spencer. It's the shortest email he's ever sent. Mm -hmm. Ever. Ever. All right, cool. Now, um, because of Adriel, we have to switch over to the Facebook, but because of Kelly, they've all been copied and pasted into the show Yay. notes. So Kelly saves Adriel yet again. Um, so Andrew, uh, fellow New Brunswicker, fellow archer, says, nothing for me, I'm afraid. However, for my 14-year-old, and he posted a picture of a GSD-22. So I have a feeling somebody's going to wake up very surprised on Christmas morning. And actually, depending on how his father presents it to him, you may think they're being robbed. So Brandon says he would like an ICBC to replace my pickup. He, he wants ICBC to replace my pickup that was damaged in a wildlife collision last week. They're doing an assessment of the damage right now. But rough estimate. <laughs> Thirty thousand dollars and it's, it's done. It's, it's right off, yeah, it's gone. Uh, so I can continue to uh, go to the range, of course. And for some firearms, Trevor Furlot, seven point six two by forty WT, 
But Trevor has to continue with all the load development and reloading for it, of course, because brass prep sucks. Yeah, well, I planned on doing more load development and testing with uh, Captain Andy, but here's the thing. When International Barrels made this barrel, they had never made one before. And we can find all kinds of information on the internet about this cartridge and the load data. But what we cannot find is the gas port hole size. And they started at 0.93, which is a pretty standard place to start for a 5.56 barrel. Not producing enough gas. So we opened it up maybe by 4% and it still didn't produce enough gas. So I left it with the captain and I think he's going to open it up to 0.101. We can go, we've got an adjustable gas block, right? So let's just make a run and then yeah. tune it with the gas block. So yeah. that's where we're at with that. Um, Steven says he would like a CCFR calendar and a Tika T3X Arctic Ranger rifle. It sounds like, nice. it sounds like, um, oh, come on, a Christmas story. Frank, uh, oh, it's a, called a Christmas story. Who's the kid? Ralphie. 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 Sounds like yeah. Ralphie. I want a yeah. Tika T3 X Arctic Ranger <laughs> rifle. You'll shoot your eye out, <laughs> Steven. Your eye out. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been pretty naughty, naughty, so I won't hold my breath. Jeremy Murphy, uh, or Jeremy Murray says, I need that belt fed something or other I've been uh, needing for the last few years. And that's, that's what I want to hear. You know, that's a Christmas miracle wish right there. In 1919, that's what he needs. He needs. Derek Merriweather would like for Christmas this year. uh, What I would like for Christmas this year, and I'm pretty sure Trevor loves these, is a Kinden pistol conversion kit for the Shadow 2. I meant to look it up. Anybody know what that is? Uh, Is I know of one that's not a Kinden because they have that... uh, that other 22 conversion kit, uh, what is it? Cadet. Cadet. Oh, yes. Pistol. Cadet, yeah. I think that's what he meant. It just auto-corrected. Oh, perhaps, yeah. Um, yeah, man, I'd be all over that. Um, They're cool. My buddy's got one. Very expensive, uh, though. Are they? Yeah. Scion. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. We're just going to roll with it. Uh, our renewal to my gun range. Pretty sure I'm actually getting that. And it's a war seven. No chance in hell, but a man can dream. So Captain Andy and I are at a gun shop in Fredericton, and we're uh, as an indoor, or not Fredericton, in Nova Scotia, and we're downstairs and we're shooting. And the range officer just happens to mention, oh, yeah. So uh, we uh, ended up mistakenly getting an order to War 7s in. And the owner's like, what? I didn't order these. We need to send these back. These things are expensive. People were walking in off the street and buying them. By the time Andy and I went upstairs to look at one, somebody had already bought one. Then another Ipsic guy we know comes in and goes, oh, are you buying one? And it's like, put my name on that one. It's like, I don't think by the time the day was over, they had any left. Awesome. <laughs> they, didn't, uh, they didn't get to uh, rue that mistake for very long. No, no, but some store somewhere is going, where's our divorce? Why haven't they arrived? Uh, Darren Miller wants a time machine. Uh, I bet Pet Turdo and Gio Sorocos, etc. were Soros. cute babies. George Soros were cute babies. Sad that they were. there were so many unexplained crib deaths back then. There was a lot of crib deaths back then. Like this, what the, the SIDS? I don't know. Baby AIDS? I don't know. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's, that's, that's it. It was baby AIDS. <laughs> 
Jeremy wants a Dylan 650. It's not in brackets. Okay. I did order another uh, Howard Light Active Earmuffs, mm, though. Uh, an HK MK23 would be pr- would uh, pretty much round out my AK handgun collection. It's nice to round out your AK handgun collection. You know, HK. when you've got that. It's HK. Yeah. What did I say? AK. Oh, I meant HK. Yes. So, as I was saying, um, before I was so appropriately corrected, when you have an HK <laughs> handgun collection, it's really nice to round it out. Uh, but Jeremy, Dylan six fifty, nay nay. You need to look into the Dylan seven fifty. There's a seven fifty. There is a seven fifty. They've uncucked the six fifty. Oh. They took the primer feed system off of the square deal and the 550, which is a superior system, and they put it on the 650 and other little um, added things that have improved it. The 650 of today is nicer than the 650 that I bought, and it was, you know, it hasn't been all that long. I bought mine in 2012, and already you buy a new one, and there's improvements there, changing the materials that certain parts are made of so they last longer and stuff. But this Dylan 750, yep, yep. Don't don't even look at the six fifty. Go straight to the seven fifty. Or uh, uh, I saw a square deal on CGN for three fifty. Oh, it's gone. It's already gone. No. It was gone. Before it was put for sale. <laughs> There's no way. Oh. But uh, yeah, I love them. I love them so much. I'd like to just get one per caliber because at three fifty, that is one hundred and twenty five dollars less than the cost of a conversion kit for my six fifty. The way I do them. Well, and uh, the if you look at new presses, uh, you can't like Lee's got a new Pro One Thousand that has like a a, Here's priming, though. a priming system that is supposed to work and not uh-huh. like their old one that it doesn't work. Um, but it's way, and it's blows way up more. Stuff. It's way more, and it's and it's crap compared to that Square Deal. Total crap. Yeah. Andy has a Square Deal that was made in the eighties, and it's his Square Deal gets the most use, and it runs tickety boo. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Andrew, he says, uh, my shooting present. Oh, that's an easy one. I woke up and it was all a dream. No Trudeau, no gun grab, nothing. Top that one. Can't. Mm. Andrew wins. Andrew, you win the internet. We're going to shut down the podcast and go home. Okay. Um, Nathaniel, close enough. I love the gift of time so I can start my restoration of a Kui Model 82 military trainer. Nice. <laughs> all right. And back to you, Adriel. Start with uh, Doug. Mr. Doug, my wish list for Under the Tree would be an envelope containing parliamentary confirmation that the Canadian government has come to the conclusion that most of the Firearms Act is ineffectual and has been scrapped, with the exception of safe, in-home storage and transportation regulations, or a live dragon. I'd like my dragon to be black, please. Uh, (laughs) My dream gun is nostalgic because I miss mine. A non-restricted M130 carbine. Yeah. Uh, we got an update from Brant. Brant's listening live. And um, the ICBC did call him today. And, yep, they wrote the truck off. The truck is no good no more. It's got deer Rode blood off. all over it. you got to throw them out once that happens. You can't use your yeah. truck after that. Biohazard. Yeah. Biohazard. Oh, yeah. So yeah, he gets to go shopping for a new car. Apparently, um, Derek is also watching live, and he has just sent me a message. And that kit is that awful, god awful thing that you know, like the Ronin kit for the Glock. You stick your pistol. Oh, 
God, I hate those. Derek, you're a bad. You're a bad person. You're the reason <laughs> the dinosaurs died. That's it. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, caused yeah. the extinction. Keep going. Okay. Uh, from Scott. Scott. Uh, Dream Gun ATRS Modern Sporter CCFR Edition. Nice. I love a mini patch gun and patches under the tree so I can stop ghetto patching my targets. You need to stop patching like a hobo. Look, patch, patch guns are excellent. Patch guns are the bomb. Here's my patch gun. Look, I'm not even in a match right now, and I got my patch gun by my side. Like, and you it's can't, stickered you with can't a Slamfire sticker. Well, that's how I know it's mine. No one else would put that sticker on their stuff, so I know that... Uh, if I see this laying somewhere at the range, it, hey, it well, I got, well, I got you handy with that thing. Yeah. Do you have, is it where? No, no, not that part. No, oh. the yeah, the tail comes out. He yeah, wants to yeah, know yeah. how you put it. Yeah, I'm just curious. Yeah, that's, and that's where I put it. You never tear that off. It's bad yeah. luck to tear that off. That has to fall have, off on its own. Have you never worked retail? Yeah. But yeah. My, my but I was 16 were. and unskilled. Mm. <laughs> okay. Next one uh, from Charles, a new Chevy Silverado to get me back and forth to the oh, range. Oh, hell yeah. Get a Trail Boss Edition while you're at it. Trevor You'll love it. Very enthusiastic about the trucks. <sighs> love me love me, Silverado. From Mark, one of the new Arctic Ranger rifles and more lead cast bullets with. More lead. Bullets. bullets. Matthew, Matthew says, I'd like Santa to deliver the custom barrel I ordered. After the show from a couple weeks ago, I guess I'd like an MDI SLR receiver set or a Voodoo V22 would be kind of cool. Actually, yeah. one of the things we forgot to talk about in that MDI versus uh, Modern Sporter, trigger yeah. packs. We forgot to talk about oh, yeah. trigger packs. We had someone uh, comment in saying, hey, really? you guys forgot about the trigger packs. Yeah. Oh, I thought we talked about how that, you know, that, wow. Okay, well, can't use then... The nod definitely goes to the modern sporter in that regard because in the SLR you have to put your trigger in a in a box and that box drops down in the receiver. It's not the end of the world, but cassette style simply, are superior, always superior to I the component style. I don't know if I agree. I um, have an article with the science behind that, and the cassette styles are always better. Oh, dude, I don't know, man. Geisley, JP. Oh, they're not the cassette style. The cheapest cassette style trigger was twice as good as the, the Geisley. Really? Yes. Lies. In terms of creep, <laughs> in terms of the amount of trigger press you have, in terms of over travel, all of it. You were, you were, you were. Scrooge? No, no man, you're like, just like, the last time I heard such you, a Gibberish, it was coming out of Bill Blair's mouth. Oh, that, I thought he burst your bubble. How awful. No, no, this is the denial part of the six stages of acceptance or grief or whatever. He's in denial uh-huh. right now. <laughs> I'm in stage one. <laughs> Anger. And it's you're full of poop stage. Okay, soon it will be bargaining. And uh... Yep. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You let me try one of those cassette-style triggers. So right now he's in the bargaining stage. Okay, go ahead. I'll compare it to my guys, Lee. And if it turns out to be better, then I'll write you an apology letter. See? Bargaining. Wouldn't I use, like, a a trigger-pull mechanism or scale or some kind of, like, scientific device, though? Like, that's what you'd use. Okay, so... He's he's frozen again. I got a digital trigger scale. Yeah. I got a 
Am I unfrozen, Kelly? Yeah, you're, no, you're unfrozen. unfrozen. That's gotta, so, that will tell you the trigger pull weight. It won't yeah. tell you how long you're pulling and what your right. over travel is. <clears throat> we can solve this. Yes. But okay. not now. Now not is now. Christmas, damn it. Don't make me crazy. Carry on. Keep reading. Crazier. Uh, next from Bren. A Kriegoff shotgun? I've been yes. extra good. Yeah. I can't. I can't say that with a straight face, though. <laughs> Travis says a nook, a Nanook case to hold my Barrett fifty. Can I tell you all about like I have two pet peeves of like of people posting pictures on Reddit. One of them is uh, scopes that are mounted way too high off the rifle and they're like mile high and you got a cheek weld with it. Yeah. The other people who buy cases that Chin are weld. that are double rifle cases and then they pluck the foam. So that one rifle fits in the middle, and then they cut, they cut foam for a magazine, and they cut yep. foam for a box of ammo. It's like you animals, what are you doing? That fits two rifles in there. Stop doing that. You're a savage. Yep. No, uh, I have an Anook, and I have the foam all traced out for shotgun, rifle, pistol. That's fit it all in there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyways. Uh. From Evan, he, Evan says, a new shooting mat or a Lee Enfield number four Mark One T in original Ooh. condition or Ooh. parts for a 270 I'm planning on building. Evan, I don't know what your budget is like, but there's one on CGN right now for, I think, eight grand. He's been extra good, so he gets everything. I just made the decision. And wrap it, put Santa's name on it under the tree. You're good. There you go. All right. <laughs> Not sure what you did to tickle her fancy, but you can do it all wrong. You know, that's a woman in his arms in that picture there, right? That's well, yeah, hey. probably someone who might take objection to your sudden fondness of him. A shooting mat. Come on. 80 bucks. And then you, anyways. A sh- oh, a and then an eight, eight to $12,000 Lee Enfield. But you're like, whatever, man, you deserve it. I said so. <laughs> well, it, we'll buy it for him. Exactly. Enthusiastic on this topic. Or, and then the part money where your mouth is. Shut up. <laughs> You're like arguing. I fell for with... that last time when I said shave your legs and I'll buy you a stock. Right. It's like Not arguing. It's like arguing with a liberal, right? Next she's gonna call oh, me racist. Ever. I come up with some valid arguments as why she should buy the man the gun, and her only response is shut up. It's like it's very sexist. Shut up, you just you just yeah. said there, Trevor. Yeah. All right, good. I was going for sexist. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, Ian says, I ensured Santa has an MDT chassis under the tree. Uh, a Barrett 99 would be nice. Oh, yes, it would, Ian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mr. Fresh, I have him on, aren't we? Oh, uh, we should. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we should. Uh, Fresh at Crane. Kane. Fresh at Kane says a Cadex Kraken. Jeremy. Jeremy with uh, yeah, Loopold Mark V HD and all the caliber conversions. That's nice. mm-hmm. just all of them. Oh. Mark Price wants ammo, lots and lots of ammo. Okay. I was considering getting some ammo. I saw that the, Tanda's got that uh, uh, aluminum cased 115 grain 9mm stuff for 374 per 2000. That's cheap. That is really cheap ammo. That is so cheap. But I still, I still have like a, a couple thousand 9mm, so, so I don't really want to. Uh, Mike Posby, Mike, Mike P. Posby, he's watching. Posby he says, uh, he yeah, he's watching. I didn't think he even knew we had a podcast. We're on Facebook, man. 
He's That's back. Like, yeah. It's hilarious. We're all over the place. Yeah. We're on the Hi, Mike. <laughs> well, I mean, he's a buddy, but I didn't think that he... Uh... Anyway, carry on. He's looking George for McKillop an MDT ESS is... chassis and a couple of mags. I wonder what rifle he's putting that in. Or Merry putting Christmas. in that. Brian wants... Uh, he says, I already have a Red Rider. What else could I possibly... What else could anyone ever want other than a Red Rider? Did you guys have Red Riders? No, I did I not. I had a Red had... Rider. It was a piece yeah. of crap. What a crappy I had... gun. <laughs> I had one of those... Um... Your, your eyes are okay, though. Yeah, that's right. They're intact. I had one of those Crossman pump-action BB guns. Those are all right. B- yeah, yeah, you put a bunch of BBs in the back, and then it was like a bolt-action. You could run a pellet yep. or a BB with those. Right. Yeah. Or a dart. We used to shoot darts out. Of cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, the Red Rider. I, like, my, I could uh, never get it to feed a BB. If you fill the reservoir with BBs, like half the time it would work. A lot of time it wouldn't. Put rocks in there if you don't have BBs. That would work. Did I tell you guys I got my Crossman um, Pump Action 22 handgun uh, back from my dad? No. No. Yeah. At 22. To, uh, 22 yeah, caliber? 20, 20 oh, caliber. I like yeah. those ones. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. I, I just completely uh, detail stripped it recently and cleaned it all up. And I mean, it's pro- it was never, ever cleaned properly, ever. So, anyway, this thing. Um, I remember this my entire life. Like this thing was around when I was a child. Still functions perfectly. And That's, I those, don't know if you know, but I'm not a child anymore. Guns. You, yeah, they you would be, and you're allowed them, you to do it here. Hunting, you've got your rifle, and then you've got this little like pump twenty-two air pistol for grouse. Perfect. Yep. Next up from Kazaba, yeah. a mint Good. condition CZ fifty-two pistol. CZ fifty-two pistol. Yeah. Something for me to look up. Not familiar. That uh, Makarov looking thing. I think. I think. No, I can't be. No one would want that on purpose. Uh, okay. Dean is looking for a Henry single shot two two three or forty five seventy. What yeah. about a pump action four ten or not a, a lever action four ten? Mare's leg. Mare's leg thing. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Is that on, what Gene. you meant? Get with the times. <laughs> John says, uh, anything in 50 BMG? There's a lot of people wanting 50 BMGs. If, mm. the, if the liberals buy uh, uh, and prohibit all of my cool guns, I'm going to buy a 50 BMG. Right. I'm going to hunt deer with it. Awesome. Blow the back out of it, but okay. Don't <laughs> middle. shoot it. Middle is back. where I'm hoping. I'm, sh- I'm hoping <laughs> for the middle. Now, if they're coming okay. towards me, it'll just do everything. But that's okay. No, okay. that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. You guys seen that video? That old man shoots the the doe from the ground blind with a 50 BMG, and then claims that the bullet actually didn't touch it. It just sucked the brains and turned them into mac and cheese as it went by. The deer what died. A load but it could... of BS that was. Holy! Thank you. Oh my God! I couldn't believe I was seeing that. Yeah, I couldn't believe I was hearing it. He he claimed that the concussion of the bullet passing by the deer killed it. That's and how yet, you know he doesn't shoot a lot of deer, right? That is nonsense, absolute nonsense. Yeah, Tom Foolery. Okay, good. I'm glad we agree. All right, two more. You're free. Louis says uh, Rugar Bushmaster 450 AR. Very nice. mean of you to do that. <laughs> is it? I think it is. Well maybe. done. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, no. uh, and then Dallas hmm. says, Dallas. "Oh, Dallas has the most reasonable one here: GM six links." Yep. Yeah, of course. Hey, yeah. listen, we said it's a Christmas wish list. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, one of those. That'd be neat. Mm-hmm. 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 It would be there, neat. They are a semi-automatic bullpup in what? Fifty three thirty eight or fifty Some, BMG. I can't remember which one. I don't know, but they're really big. They're really bullpuppy, and they're it's really not expensive. Not an assault rifle, so it probably will get through this ban, right? Because it's not an assault rifle. It's not an assault rifle. Fifty BMG. There you go. Yeah. All right, let's jump into listener feedback. And uh, listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full-service gunsmith who specializes in firearm refinishing. He offers both hot-blowing, parkerizing, Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms, accessories, optics, and more at www.dcgunsmith.ca. Follow him on the Facebook at forward slash Armory DC Gunsmith and the Instagram at forward slash Armory DC Gunsmith. Huge sale going on. The boxing or the Black Friday sale has turned into a Christmas season sale. A lot of uh, stuff is marked down. Um, Ruger precision rifles, um, hunting rifles, shotguns, all kinds of crazy stuff. So, you know, go to the website or call or email. The number is 506-826-9017. And, uh, you know, do that thing where you buy yourself a gun, wrap it up, mark it from Santa, and uh, open it Christmas morning in front of the children. What can she say? Nothing, because she doesn't want to ruin the Christmas, uh, you know, crush the children's dreams. What's next? You start telling them that the uh, Easter money is not real? I don't think so. All right. This first one comes to us from um, Jerome, um, but we pronounce it Jeremy. Jeremy. (laughs) It's Jeremy. It's Jeremy, but he spells it Jerome. Dear wise men and women uh, of Slamfire, I am again in need of your wisdom. While I was talking with the most senior members of my hunting group, one of these gentlemen told me that the barrels of his, of the Lee, Enfield, Mauser, Springfield, etc., of the past were more resistant to deformation and could sustain longer continuous firing sessions without needing to cool down. When compared to modern hunting rifles, I have no doubt about the veracity. Uh, I have my doubts. Oh, there we go. I have my doubts of the veracity of this claim. I have, however, very limited experience shooting full-powered rifles as I have little interest in deer hunting. And even less money. So I do all my deer napping with a shotgun and a good book. Deer napping. Good for him. Mm. Um, Since most of you have significant experience with milserps, sometimes in competition, I was wondering if this claim held any kind of validity. Also, I'm thinking about getting my hands on a 20. You know what? We're going to do this one at a time because we always get something. So um, I disagree. I think metallurgy today is far superior than it was back then and that modern firearm barrels can maintain, sustain fire better than um, old stuff. And uh, I would argue that barrels uh, weren't drilled 100% in the middle uh, when a lot of these milserps were made under rushed conditions in their factories. And uh, as they heat up, that's going to cause the barrel to start to drift the shots over one way or the other with more of the firearms from the past than uh, today. So I agree that uh, 
uh, with heat, any of those are going to get worse than the stuff that we have today. It's just no one takes their axis out and like runs through 20 rounds. Mm. You could. Mm -hmm. I bet Mm -hmm. you your accuracy would start getting worse when it started getting too hot to touch. Well, uh, yeah, of course. But who cares? And same thing with all that stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I bet the accuracy with my AR gets bad when I run through 40 rounds in a yeah. stage. Heck yeah. But yep. who cares? Just said, keep sending more rounds. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's going to open up. Yeah. Ac- accuracy through uh, volume. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm thinking about getting my hands on a 22, probably a 1022 for next year's grouse slash rabbit season. What specific setup would you recommend for this, considering that public land we use has been severely lumbered, so there are only patches of forest left. We drive on uh, old logging roads from patch to patch in a small SUV, guns unloaded, of course, and stop when a spot looks promising to canvas uh, to canvas it by foot. So there's a lot of getting in and out of the car, sometimes in a hurry. We get both the stupid and the smart grouse and rabbit species. Some fly off when they see us in in the distance, and some stay still. One of my buddies shot a jackrabbit at the dizzying range of 24 inches (laughs) and managed to miss with a shotgun. (laughs) Yes, I peed my pants a little. At least with a rifle with a scope, it could have been like sight over bore or height over bore, right? McClatchy did that once and literally took the top of his head off and then got blood in his face from the rabbit doing the backflips and stuff. (laughs) My range is an indoor range with a grand total of 30 yards for practice. But since it's close, uh, since it's close, I get to go often. I consider putting a red dot. uh, I consider putting a red dot or a scope on it. The gun will be carried a lot more than it will be shot. Small game is not very abundant. The budget is small, so uh, pleasant aesthetics are of no concern. Reliability and ergonomics are key, as well as uh, easy optic mounting and maintenance. I hunt with the in the wintertime, so ease of maintenance is important to me for rust prevention. Thanks again for your answers. Um, keep up the great show, Jay. So, yeah, you know, uh, 1022, sure. 1022, 597, Marlin 795, any yeah. of those, fine. They're all about the same for takedown. They're all about the same for cleaning. I am very partial to the 597. So, the price, the, the 795 is the cheaper of all of those. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yep. Yep. So, and look. it's going to be easy. Yeah. Maintenance is easy. Carrying, they're like carrying are easy. Um, yeah. Well, when it comes to the 795, that one is the most difficult to maintain. The takedown yeah. and disassembly is by far the most complicated. Your 1022 has a trigger pack that comes out. Your 597 has a trigger yeah. pack that comes out. You don't need to disassemble them. They can you can get brush them out, blow them out. What so 75, like like that trigger mess. It's not a pack. It comes off the same, though. You take one plastic pin off, and that thing comes off. Oh, thank you for clarifying that, Adriel. I, I, I forgot that it stayed contained. You don't yeah. have to, like, pull it out. Like, okay. Just, right. it's just It just looks like a mess. Like, the Ruger is in a okay. nice cassette-looking thing. Yeah, so don't yeah. let that dissuade you, then, from the 795. It is the most accurate of the three. It is the cheapest of the three. Uh, you might run into a lemon. 
And you'll so, need a cheek rest if you put a scope or a red dot on it. Because the, yep. the cheek riser on that thing is only good for iron. Same thing with the 1022. Yep. You can just start, uh, take some electrical tape and a terry cloth microfiber towel and uh, build yourself a clone. bucks on eBay. Go on eBay, get a $20 cheek rest, strap on, done. Spent two bucks at the dollar store. You know. Yep. But then it looks like you spent two bucks. And he doesn't care what it looks like. He wants it to be reliable and, and all that good stuff. So He wants cheap. Yeah. Now, um, all of these are magazine fed, so that's going to be important for getting in and out of the car. Um, all of the, you can lock the bolt back on all of these one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the 1022 is the most difficult to lock the bolt back, but I, whatever one you go with, you drive around with the bolt locked back and the magazine in your hand, you step out and start the mag, drop the bolt one movement, and you're ready to start uh, bagging small game. I would go I would go with a two to seven scope I'd uh, you know a red dot uh, I mean yeah yeah it's would, fun it's I, cool but I still like to have the you know ability to I've got a red dot on my shotgun love it love it for hunting when when you put a red dot on a grouse's head and squeeze off around that's awesome on a twenty-two, though, I still think I would like a two, a two-seven. Yep, I agree. I just I expect to take longer shots. So, I mean, um, it, it, I guess it depends where you hunt as well, and and the distance of it. Because uh, there 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 were times this season where I went rabbit hunting, and I just opted for the lightest iron sight twenty-two I could possibly bring, and that was yep. the best gun I could take out because I didn't have anything that was further than say like 30 yards and that's all iron sight it's fine yeah and, simple. you know what hey yeah, I, yeah we know you can shoot there's no there's no 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 question i think 30 yards with an iron sight 22 on small game is a heck of a shot good good on you well scope a scope makes it easier yeah but still man yeah 30 yards you drop a like the front side on this nylon 66 i dropped that front sight on a, on a grouse at 30 yards he's gone you won't see him anymore he'll be buried behind the post mm-hmm. so good job um this next one from james b i'm thinking on writing my letter to the prime to the prime minister justin trudeau and bill blair with crayons so they will understand what i'm trying to communicate do you think it will work nope no I, yeah you, you have the computer yeah yeah yeah, you don't have the time or the, or enough crayons. Pictures, pictures would work. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Guns Venn diagrams. Circle. Venn diagrams. Yeah, yeah. Get Jen, okay. no, just James. Get the girls to draw some pictures with their crayons, mm-hmm. and uh, That'll yeah, get it through. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Video singing, let it go. Man, so I just really okay. We're wrapping this up. It's mm-hmm. quarter after ten. And I still got like so much to do, and I got a pack to leave for the weekend. Send an email slamfireradio@gmail.com. Shoutouts. I have a shout out to Dan Grady for having the Billy Boy Blair in uh, a Facebook like pissing contest. So we were talking about how we are trying to get more likes than uh, an orphanage. And that's kind of unrealistic and maybe even a little bit mean, but who am I to judge these things? Dan Grady comes up with Bill Blair's Facebook page and says, hey, he's got this much. Let's put the push on to have slam fire pass Bill Blair on Facebook in more likes. And what's Bill at like 5,000 or something? Anybody yeah, remember? Yeah, he's 5,500. Yeah. And so... That's within thanks striking to, distance. 
Oh, God, that. yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Because thanks to Dan's push, um, we're up to 2,304. So that's pretty Oof. darn good. We took a nice little healthy jump since last week. So, Dan, you're the man. So, everybody, help us beat Bill Blair in the Facebook um, popularity contest, would you? If you're like listening, it. yeah, go like the page and follow it. Because apparently you need to do both. What do I know? So, Adriel, shout outs. Jason for the flapjacks and Dave for the guns on loan, which I will Sweet. take to the range and shoot and stuff. All right. Kelly. I have one also for Dan Grady. I just wanted to say congratulations on the new edition. Just wanted to say that. You're gonna, is that it? You're going to be cryptic like that? Oh, he just uh, he put it out there that he is going to have a new addition to the family in April. Is he making babies? He's making, making babies. babies or is he getting a kitten? <laughs> New addition to the He's house. He's making babies. <laughs> yeah, is he putting in, is he putting in a gazebo? Yeah. <laughs> yes. New addition to the family or for the family? He's to the family. Oh. The family's getting bigger. Oh, so congratulations. So is, he getting, is he getting a puppy? <sighs> He's getting a baby. He can't get a baby. It's biologically impossible. A man is never a woman. I thought you needed to go and pack for the weekend. I do, but this is more fun. <laughs> congratulations, Dan. Readers of the world unite! You guys ever see that that um, meme of Woody Harrelson from the movie Zombieland? They're like, uh, "Aren't you sad that you never had children?" And it's like, "Yeah, I'm so sad. I'm wiping away the tears with hundred dollar bills because I never had children." Right? Yeah, that's me. All right. Um, no new Patreonies this week. So if you're not a Patreoni, please consider becoming a Patreoni. And uh, we will consider making bonus content for you, which we are currently in the process of revamping because the current model is dated. So to become a Patreon supporter, head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash Landfire Radio. And you can pledge as little as a dollar a month, but that's boring. Most people are pledging uh, their donations in the form of calibers like 7.62 or 556 or 303, et cetera, and so on and so forth and stuff and things. So um, please consider that because it helps keep the lights on here at um, the Slamfire Studios. Another way you can show your support is by going to our website. If you're going to Cabela, visit them through us. Go to us first, stop by, say hi, and then click on the link to go to Cabela's, and we get a kickback for that. So, Also, consider joining one of our National Firearms Associations. Join one. Join them all. We all share a common goal, and that is fighting for our firearm rights. Whether you like the NFA's approach, the CSA's approach, or the CCFR's approach, it doesn't matter. Join one, join them all, and let's put our differences aside and fight this fight together as one united front because that's what they're doing. So it's time to put petty differences aside about who has the best gun org and let's just all be one community. Check us out on Gun Owners of Canada, the better gun page. CGN sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to undo anything I do nice. It's what I do. Yep, it's what I do. Sure, I bought you Christmas presents, but I showed up for it drunk. Like, I just, you know what I mean? I got to give it with the right, take it with the left. And like CGN doesn't suck. Without CGN, we'd have nowhere to hang out. But GOC is and awesome. Sell. And they, yeah, that's right. Exactly. Well, you could sell on GOC. But, um, GOC has given us a home 
and Kelly has done a fantastic job for years now keeping that uh, home updated. Adriel too. Oh, Adriel too. All right. Kelly forgets. I put I put it on there. I catch you really. You're really good at uh, you're really good at finding the things that we forgot to do and doing them, mm-hmm. even more so than doing your own stuff. No, you yeah. like us on Facebook. Help us beat Bill Blair in the Facebook like thing. I mean, you know, we've already way past all the other podcasts. Now we need to pass Bill Blair, and really, that's not much of a goal. But the fact that we don't have more likes than him, the fact that he only has five thousand likes is hilarious, though. That's hilarious. Like he's a loser. Okay. What does that make us? <laughs> that, uh, yeah. What does it don't, make us? Don't throw, well, don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. <laughs> here's, here's what it makes us. It makes us on Christmas break. So don't look for us for the next two weeks. We will be drunk somewhere, most likely in um, the Snow tank bank. or snowbanks or, snow or ditches, you know. Um, if you live in a town where the law enforcement drives you out to the outskirts and tells you to walk back, move. That's my advice to you. Um, yeah, because Winnipeg is cold in the winter. So, Permanent. yeah, yeah. So, Permanent two weeks, highway. guys. We're taking our Christmas break. Um, you're all invited to my Christmas party or my New Year's Eve party on December 28th. Don't ask. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all in the new year. Thanks for listening, everybody. Best wishes to you and your loved ones for a very merry Christmas. And uh, stay safe out there. Night, everybody. Merry Christmas. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.